Fresh and we clean. Fresh and we clean. I said we fresh and we clean. I said we fresh and we clean. He fresh, I'm clean, man. We fresh and we clean. Hey, yo, fresh and we clean. Are you? Oh, okay. I didn't know if you was gonna stop it or not, but we back. Another week, another time. That is shit. The world's greatest podcast crew duo. You know what it is. It's your boy, the most electrifying creature all over podcast and radio. You already know, man, I'm out here trying to make it make sense. It's your boy, Mr. Nate Robinson. And as always with me, my partner in crime, he's fresh. My guy, BJ, man. What's up, BJ, man? How you doing, brother? Man, this is a lot of weeks in a row. I know, man. Give yourself a pat on the back. Come man, on, let's I, give a clap, right? What are, I mean, I am, I am excited for all this. Round of applause. Yes. Yeah, man. Where's the shit, man? Use the, use the board. Well, I don't even know if you're really going to show up or not. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> there we go. Man, next time, next time, do it when I say. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Run it back. Run it all the way back. Just run it back, like a few seconds, and then he can do it on time. <laughs> it was supposed to be we just being sarcastic. The uh, yeah, I don't. I try not to edit. I've only had I've edited more shows with Nate than anybody else in my really? life. Yes, that's because every time I always stop us when we talk about you already know. Yeah, when I, we're not even going to throw that up. But Nate, who who do we have with us today? Okay, uh, besides the Miss Beautiful, the beautiful lady right here next to me on my left, we got Miss Ivory back. Ms. Hello, Ivory. hello. Hey, hi, Ivory. Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good. good. All right, all right. And this week, we got a very funny comedian in the house. Yep. It's my guy. I always <laughs> call him the richest white man in the city because he is. He's employed a lot of white guys. Thank <laughs> you to my man, Mr. Josh Springer. What's going on, guys? Good to be here. Yes. Josh Springer is in the house. We got a full crew, man. We got four people again, man. This has been a, you know, a good week. We've been having a good. We had a good month. April was awesome. May's only looking good, so I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Anyways, man, we had prom. Prom just happened, y'all. See all the good prom pictures. Everybody's kids looking like not juvenile delinquents and shit. Do you ever feel like like I'm all right? So I'm gonna be arrogant. Like I'm very thankful I have attractive kids because <laughs> I look at some people's kids like, man, I dodged a fucking bullet. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's some ugly kids out here. And then man. I look at their moms like I really dodged the bullet. Mm-hmm. Do you, do, it, do it you guys not do that? Like class reunions, you look at people like, yeah. 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 Like, how was your. Go ahead. Scroll through Facebook every day. And What's that? What's that? You just that scroll through feeling. Facebook and look how ugly people are. That's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Like, we're the same age. Well, why do you look 50? I don't know. I can't, I've been getting that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounded a little holstered there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everybody's starting to gray, you know. The grays really ain't hit me until like 34. But like, goddamn, 35, it's just been like coming out like how old puberty. Are you, I'm 35. Oh, okay. like, it's just popping out like a motherfucker. Like, Josh, how old are you? Uh, I'll be 40 in July. Yeah, I'm 42. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Josh, you sneaky. Thanks. No, yeah. people, white people age at, at 15. Black don't crack. Yeah, you got some blackie. That's an Irish in you, right? Two, I'm 2% black. <laughs> 2%? Yeah. It's oh, you got a little bit of melanin. It's and the it's, beard. It's the, no, it's the, it's <laughs> the, the good part. 
There we go. I've never seen a white guy 2% black. I mean, you don't even got to look it, but he, he, I, can, I can tell. There was a reason my grandma would never explain her heritage. <laughs> <laughs> she said, no, no. Granny's out there jumping on them poles. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it's always that side of the family we don't talk about. We don't talk about that side. You stupid though when you said like ugly kids and shit. There's some ugly ass kids out here. No, I, I'm not gonna lie because, super ugly, like I said, like, is abort. Did, did, <laughs> did, did you see the Antichrist down there, Josh? The the angel thing. That's the Antichrist. Let's oh, okay. not get it twisted. So the picture is called the Antich. That's my wife. Okay. She bought that picture, had it framed, just for the studio. She bought a picture of herself. Yeah, and to have it, she had it enlarged just okay. for the studio. Nice. That's great. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Like I was like, you realize a bunch of dudes are gonna be staring. And I was like, all right, there it is. Yeah, I mean, geez. I didn't know that was your wife. Yeah, I keep wait, looking at it. Wait, wait, are you shocked that she's my wife? Let's get this out. No, go, go no, ahead, no. I met his wife. Have you? I have. But, I mean, a little bit. We can't. We see her can't face, see her though. face. <laughs> she could have like a wonk eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> she is Italian. Your wife's Italian. Yeah, her main name is uh, her. Main is Ragone, R A G O N E. Ragone, oh yep. yeah. She, her dad she is uh, her dad. Cute. Yeah, her dad's name is Anthony. Mm. He's Anthony the motherfucker Ragone. from the Big Tony. Yeah. Fat Tony. Actually, he the, is, the he is he is skinny Tony, and he's a research chemist. <laughs> he's skinny Tony. He got out the game a little early. He he probably killed a couple of people. And was like, you know what? I'm the same. And for he's me. extreme leftist. Wow, like Damn. extreme. How's he so extreme for? I don't know. Like when when he was coming to visit, uh, I was like, "Hey, you know, Stefan." I was like, "He's not going to flip out that I'm not vaccinated. I don't wear a mask, right?" She's like, "Well, I don't know." And I was like, "You know who pays the mortgage here, right? <laughs> not him." Yeah. <laughs> It'd been funny if you to walked in like, "User, not vaccinated." <laughs> okay, wine guy. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to send you on a trip. Okay. It's a horrible here's, 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 your, here's your wife. Your wife's like, no, daddy. Shut, shut, get back. Okay. Make some stromboli. Back to you, wise guy. I don't. They're going to take you on a trip. I don't even know what that and is. You're going to get vaccinated, okay? And you're not going to get the two shiner. You're going to get the Johnson and Johnson because you're an asshole, okay? You're going to get Johnson Johnson. You're going to came back more sick than ever. I came back like. I don't know. Like I, that was a conversation that that I thought we were gonna have to have, but we didn't. So I was happy. Cool. Was he was cool then? Yeah, I'm just happy that his, his daughter found somebody. You know, we've been together 22 years. That's a long. That's a time. long time. Yeah, we've been together. Actually, we've been married going on 22 years this year, but we've been together since '98. Okay, so how many years is that all together? 25. Okay, see, that's good because I got like a good mix. Like, all right, we've been knowing each other for three years, then we've been married for 20. 20. Yeah. I moved in after three months. And never left. Just. It was because like you needed a place to live. She had her own apartment and cable, and nine, this is '98. So I mean, like, you so know, just yeah. needed somewhere to plug in your PS1, huh? Yep. <laughs> I had an N64 and a PS1, so yes. Ah, uh, you was double bagging. She probably yes. was like, oh, she okay. had a two bedroom apartment at 18. I was like, wow. I was, wow! Like, I was like, we got a, we got a two bedroom house for four people, <laughs> and you have it for one. So Did yes. Her- chemist dad pay for this is that what was going i'm on? telling you no this now it's gonna take a dark turn okay. um no her mom passed away oh, okay so oh, that's relatable for me and then um her mom <laughs> passed her mom passed away at like our age at, I did, in 40s I'm sorry, man. 
and this is what it's been dead a long time yeah (laughs) april 30th was the anniversary two days ago oh that's why i was doing the yard work of the Mm. death or when you moved in when uh, the death i didn't meet her till august oh wow and then so her mom died april 30th 98 and i didn't meet her till august we had our first day august 10th of 98 yeah i remember the date Damn. Because I knew my life's about to change. You said, I'm going to get with this chick with this two-bedroom And apartment. she had that credit score. Uh, <laughs> it got you, huh? Yeah, I did. 850. Oh, baby, I'm in it. I'm, I'm busting in it. <laughs> I'm busting down bricks. Does anybody actually have an 850? I don't know. I don't he, know. AP, fucking ass? My know? father-in-law. Was AP? Like, I remember driving out to his house in Wilmington, Delaware, and I grew up in trailers and apartments, right? And it says house is starting at five hundred thousand. I was like, "Where the fuck do they end?" <laughs> <laughs> and I went, out, I went out there, and like the poor kid in me wouldn't touch anything. Like I wouldn't go. I was just, just looking. I was like, hey, Mom, "I can't afford anything in this house." And uh, and his uh, hit like three or four floors, whatever. But it had a full train set. So like he had this like it's he's he's a great guy, but he's kind of the like opposite of everybody in this room. Like, I had to watch a two-hour video on lasers. So, you know that when you go to the hospital, anybody been in the hospital lately? You know where they put the no. oxygen thing on your finger? Mm-hmm. His his company at DuPont, like, he was on the team that helped create that. Okay. So, yeah. he, got, he got long money. Yeah. Yep. I, and for some reason, he cashed out right before 9-11. I didn't ask any questions. he had something <laughs> to do with it, man. He had an inside scoop. He, had he, inside worked, for scoop. Du- he worked for DuPont, so... Like the the the, the bitch hands president, okay? He's gonna be in here oh talking into fucking. Is kid, this the okay? fucking podcast? You just do impersonations. That bitch hands that bitch ass president. You know what's his name? Old Bush the Junior. He's gonna he's gonna talk to some Who, kids. That's okay? like Mike Tyson. Yeah. No, yeah, Mike I, is like. Yeah, I tell you something, you little bitch ass nigga. I'm a fuck, 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 I would chew your kids and eat them for dinner. Praise to Allah. <laughs> that's what that motherfucker Mike would do. Okay, let's get off my impersonation. Please. <laughs> Hit the where's the Josh, thanks for coming. It's a great episode. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll see you We're next week. Hot start. Twenty five but look though, I like how you guys were together for twenty five years, married for twenty two. Mm-hmm. Ain't like black families. Well my uncle <laughs> And I have no illegitimate kids either. I mean that's cool, but like my uncle, like him and his wife, like they just got married last year, but they've been together for thirty five years. It's like, how sure do you got to be? <laughs> 35? Like, I'll never get married again. I'll never, like, I don't want to go through that. Getting married again? Yeah. Why? What's wrong? Good. I mean, I just, I don't want people around me be like, oh, you guys are great. You're going to last. And you're like, no, nothing lasts forever. So I'm, my, and that's what I'm thinking about right now. My kids are getting to the age because they're 18, 18, and 17. So I was married at 21. So I'm thinking like, um, you got married at 21. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude, I, 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 I knew I right Did where you I lose to your be virginity at. to her? No. Okay, you he was out here. Smart. Wow. I'm just got ass, brother. Damn. You want to know the first time I got a rub and tuck too? Huh? You want to know the first time I got a rub and tuck? I don't know. I don't give a damn. I just want to, you know. What's a rub and tuck? Yeah, that's from the old 1990. What's that? It's what the Tampa strippers do. Rub and tuck. It's 25 bucks. Just go to Deja Vu in Tampa, ask for a rub and tuck. And it's fine. still 25 bucks. Yeah. I'll let you know it's not good. It's not. That shit ain't went up none. You but know when I mean? you're 18 <laughs> and, and spring break, it seems like a great idea. What 
I don't even want. Don't even tell me what the fuck. No, is. I have to know what is this. You want to know? I want to know. It, it's not a real thing. Rub and tuck is is basically a phrase, just another phrase of someone beating you off, basically. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just it, they twenty five. No, it wasn't even real. When I was in Tampa, I got a bed dance. I didn't know those were real. Bed dance. What's a bed dance? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I uh, enlighten us. Yes. I was always Me a big too. fan of um, uh, all women, right? So they had this beautiful black woman. Like I was in awe, and um, she saw all of us from Southern Indiana thinking like so she came over and she's like where are you guys from i was like oh we're from Seymour, like, Indiana. those guys have pills yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's like uh do you want to dance and i was like um i was like what i i, I never been to a strip club I was 18 right and she's like well i have this is like i also have a bed dance like what's a bed dance she's like well i take you back there lay down and get on top and i dance on top of you and i was like that sounds like a great time Clothes and she's like, first, I need to go do something first. I was like, okay. She's like, well, I'm going to go. My boyfriend's right there. I'm going to go smoke weed with him, and I'll be back. And I was like, I saw her boyfriend. I was like, holy shit, that is a big dude. <laughs> I'm going to go bed dance these kids. And then I was nervous, and she like took us by, back, she took us by her hand, and like like I went in there. She got all three of us eventually, right? The same time? No, not the same <laughs> time. That would hilarious. I'm going to all to lay together. <laughs> she just roll on him. up <laughs> I'm one of the most awkward people you ever meet in these situations, right? I say the dumbest shit, right? And I'm just like, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, do you guys... Well, you're good at this. And I was like, are you guys able to pick out your own mattresses and sheet selection? Or is this the club? And she's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm nervous. And she's like, I know what will help you. And then she tried to take my box. She's like, well, what are you doing? Like, why are you taking my underwear off? Like, well, what are we doing here? And she's like, I just want to give you the full experience. And I was like, what's the full experience? All of a sudden, paranoia sets in. I was like, this, this, she probably has something, right? You know, about my luck. And then I'm thinking about her six foot eight boyfriend that looks like a bodybuilder out there. And he walk in here, see me with my dick out. Gonna, and I was just nervous as shit. And she's like, I just want to get you off. And I was like, is that extra? <laughs> now, that's the smart thing to ask right there. Is that extra? Because you know these strippers will slide up she, and tell she, your she, ass. She goes, 150. Bitch, what? What? So she proceeded to dry hump, but except without the clothes on. There was no penetration, thank God, because I was like holding, holding my, like, no, no, because I didn't want it. My brain was like, I'm going to get a stripper pregnant in Florida. So you holding your nuts and she's like clapping on you. No, I'm holding the tip. She's sliding up and down the rest of it. Uh, no, okay. I, I can't, I can't visualize. Yeah, How is she sliding up and down if you're holding no, no, the no. tip? No, yeah, no, she's just sliding on the rest of the, like the dick. Like she's not. Oh, you got it like pull it towards you yeah i gotta pull it towards me holding it like yeah towards me okay so like i said it's like dry humping except with the clothes yeah we gotta cut this whole story out <laughs> you guys are the one to ask i mean no it's great I, I was, i've never heard of this before I mean, was, i've never seen a bed dance since then in any other strip club ever and i probably know why because it's just it's a fucking setup what about to say you got disgusting to. it is uh, and then laying another dude's jizzes yeah, right. and, and then you're laying there, and then she's like on top of you. She's like, "Do you want another song for twenty bucks?" And I can't move. She's on top of me. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, yeah, pinned oh. down, <laughs> yeah. pinned down, ass up. So ever since I've every strip club I've been to since then has been terrible, right? Because it's like this was like the most weirdest experience, greatest, right? In she was Florida, in Florida, wow, and then you come Florida. up here, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to lap?" No, I don't. Go, I don't want to lap dance. Like, it's boring. 
Yeah, here they give you half a lap dance. <laughs> yeah. Song already be playing, they just start dropping on you. And then it's pretty. All right, motherfucker. It's amazing where guys will spend it a strip. Twenty dollars. What? When you can just buy a prostitute for, you know, seventy five. Yeah, the same amount. Hong. That's why I said shout out to Hong Kong, and Tijuana, Mexico. They come in there saying seventy five. All you, you can get seventy five. All you can beat. Shit, <laughs> you can take. She can let you do anything. For $75. $75. My I cousin went. Better. My cousin took two chicks. Like, fuck it. Go ahead. You come too. So all you can eat for $75. All you can beat. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> that motherfucker said he was getting a massage, getting some head. And so you just pay $75 at the door and then you don't have nah, to pay any more money? No, you pay the chick $75. You take you out to the rooms. Oh, the rooms and you can do whatever. Door. 75 bucks. $75. That's it? Yeah, third world pussy. Oh. You said, huh? Yeah. I mean, the motherfuckers look good, though. Yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> they do. I've never purchased a prostitute. I didn't either. My cousin was in there purchasing them motherfuckers like he knew what was up. There's like, always one. There's always He's one. like Chris Tucker. There's always one guy in a group that knows how to do everything, right? <laughs> oh, I, I know how to handle this situation. Like, okay, that's fine. Didn't come out. No no money, no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good news. Been got some bit, bad news. Bitch, right, because... <laughs> Yeah. You know? The so Josh has been on one of some of the other shows I've done before, so but um stand up comedian and everything like that. How long have you been doing stand up now? I've been doing stand up uh this is my fifth year. It'll be my fifth year in September. What made I, you want to start? Uh I did the um uh, you guys know who Scott Long is? Mm-hmm. Local comic. Um he does a celebrity stand up event every year. And I was dating um, one of the members of the Smiling Morning Show at the time. And I guess via having invented Bottoms Up, that qualifies me as a quasi-local celebrity. So between the two of us, uh, she got asked to do it, and then I got asked to do it. Um, I did it, and I I murdered. Like you, I know that Nate's probably going to be like, I need to see the tape because I don't fucking <laughs> believe you. I ain't going to say that. But I, mur- I murdered. Like I did so, so good. It was easily the set of the night. And I took it really seriously too. Like I, I really wrote a bunch of stuff, and I went to an open mic the week before. Um, but I did really well, and I'm like, man, I can, I can do this. So I went back to the next open mic at Crackers, uh, the club here in town, and I ate a dick. Like I bombed so hard. I bombed so hard, and I'm like, I, I love this. I love this. And I, what I love about it is the honesty of it. Like you don't get that honesty really anywhere else in life um like if you you know when was the last time you told your waiter that the food sucked you know you're like hey, it's okay <laughs> you know <laughs> on stage you know immediately whether or not what you just said was funny in some way shape or form so i don't know i know like, it's a puzzle you know it is yeah i mean has it um um do you have any have you traveled a lot are you are you stayed and stayed a lot on that or is there any certain places you like you really enjoy to go for comedy? Yeah. Um, I mean, I travel around the Midwest. I just did a weekend down at Coconuts in Florida. Um, that was fun. Um, I, I mean, I, I travel when I can. I travel a lot more for work than I do for comedy. But, yeah. So, because um, you, like you said, you created about... How long ago was Bottoms Up created? About... F- it was in 2008. So what is that? 14 years ago? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I saw it in a daydream, 2008. Now, here we are. 2014. Still trudging along. Is is there how many locations is it in? Uh, thousands. Thousands. Yeah, it's a global company. It's well, I saw it at um, bitches, white man, 
I in was the in. City. Where was I? Not in the city. I don't think I'm the richest white man in the city. Yes, man. You're one of them. You're top, <laughs> top. I gotta be 50. top one. Yeah, top fifty. Top maybe, fifty. Yeah. I was in. Um, uh, I was Michigan, top hundred. Michigan, <laughs> near Pontiac. It's an axe throwing place. It has like duck pin bowling. And then bottoms up's in there. Yeah, and I was that's like, so cool. I love it when my friends see it. And I was like, up. "Hey, I know that guy." And they're like, "All right." Sure you and do. I'm like, "Do you not understand?" Like, you know, and because I, um, uh, I have one of your shirts someone gave me when they should have played to a podcast. Like, hey, here's your shirt though. And I was like, "I got the shirt." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got the shirt. I brought you a larger one, yeah. by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, I got a shirt. <laughs> God, who gave me that? Oh, uh, Brad Scott gave me that shirt. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I was like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, here's an extra large. I'm like, what is this? Oh, okay, said that makes sense. He's like, well, what is this? And, and well, he, I gave him a bunch of shirts because he couldn't afford to buy merch, so mm. I gave him shirts to sell his merch. Yeah. So I think he's like, he showed up late to the podcast. He's like, hey, I got some shirts for you guys, and I was like, oh, is this your kind? No, no, it's not. And I was like, why did you give me a shirt? Someone else, some other dude. Hey, shirt? I'm glad you got the shirt. That's what they're there for. <laughs> well, I wore it on stage. Yeah, nice. Open mic and uh, Anderson. Oh, sweet. I wore it. Yeah. At Bucks. Yeah, gotcha. so I wonder. I used. I used That's to, a fun mic. I used to do open Shout mics. Count, that, was, that was about it. Yeah, um, but other than that, like I haven't done anything in a while. Like I think going to his on Thursdays was the first time I've been around comedy in a while. Yeah, that's a fun mic. Hey, Except grow. for when you let that kid run fifteen. I want to oh fucking kill god. you. Oh my god! I was lighting the shit out of him. The motherfucker just kept. He was going like this. I'm like, all right, I hope he knows what the <laughs> fuck it means. That doesn't mean anything. He was he probably thought you were like holding up a lighter. Man, I was in there flash. I wanted to walk up to him and be like, wrap it up, motherfucker, wrap it up. But that was like the longest run on sentence ever. I had, shit, I, had shit, I had shit on my pants. I was like, what? <laughs> like, hey, how, how'd I do? How'd I do? It really should have I said, bro, that. how many times you didn't do a comedy? He's like, this is my first time. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, then that's right. yeah. Yeah. You know, when they hear first time, you're just happy they got up. Well, and that's when I when I first did it, I was doing the podcast. I met a lot of comedians like Buck and some other guys. Like, hey, just go short your first time. That's the best way to go. Go short and build towards it, because don't go over. So, like, I did like three minutes, three and a half, and I was like, fine or whatever. Because mm-hmm. uh, I seen some other people like seven, eight minutes, and you just see Buck going fucking nuts. <laughs> Still not as bad as the uh, the lady in the wheelchair who dropped a hard R in Anderson. Oh man, Retard? hard R? No. The hard uh, R that would uh, we'd even have to bleep out on this show if I said it. She was uh, it's hard. A, R, well, I don't understand if it's not. Yeah, she didn't say retard. It's, she didn't say that. No, she basically the word racist word towards black people. That starts with an R. No, she ends, ends with an R. Sorry, oh, she ends did, with an R. She did a hard oh, R. Hard R. Oh, okay. <laughs> ends with an R. So I was about. Yeah, okay. If you've been to An- if you've been to Anderson, his open mic at the place where he had it was like they had like the couch back here. <laughs> this lady Sorry, yes. in a mobilized wheelchair is in front of me. She's trying to explain why her nephew, uh, it's me, Ben Politsky, AP Politsky, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, from- you want them correctors? You know, well, people just recruit well, everybody's grammar. I love Ben. I just, you got to get his he name right. His shit. He don't return my text, so I don't give He's too fuck. famous for you. Oh, please. <laughs> He's so, he is like, will you let it go? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> let it go. I let it go now after what you did. I let it go. Okay, but damn, we should have let it go before I that. Wait, am I missing something? <laughs> no, like I, on, on, I did Ben's podcast recently. And uh, I brought up like the podcast. He's like, you got any shouts out? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm shouting out my shit. Then I shouted out our podcast, and he was like, I'm "Like, hey, you remember BJ? 
you know, BJ, I guess he reached out to you. He didn't reach back out to you. know, I just, we don't fuck with him. He was like, oh, yeah. I do got to call that motherfucker. I'm like, shit, don't worry about it. Shit, you too busy. All right, hey, I'm just fucking with him, but he told me to do it, and I did it. You know, I don't give a fuck. No, man. we get on great because on TikTok, he sent me a message the other day, and I was just like, I was just like, I don't know how to message you. Like, you send me a message on TikTok, and then I'll text your phone, and then I won't hear back. He's just a busy guy, bro. No, no, he's been like this even before he blew up. It was, It's so much fun to deal with. <laughs> because... He, <laughs> Because he'll get a hold of you on Twitter, Instagram, or he'll text you because he has your real number, or he'll hit you up on like another social media. And I was just like, I couldn't keep up. No, he was a fun guy to be around. Um, but anyways, she's an electronic wheelchair. She rolls in, tries to says why her nephew, and she tries to use the N word as an acronym. She's going okay. N stands for this I, and then she says the word. <clears throat> Complete silence. Only one black guy in the whole audience, and the, every white person turns to him to like how to react, like how should we react. That's <laughs> my favorite. I don't hear her say it, so she then she just rolls out, clanging the doors with her wheelchair ch- wheels, and then I go, and then they're like, "Hey, be your," and I go up there and I'm like, "Hi, guys!" And the whole crowd's just like, still and stunned, still stunned. And then so when I when we we're driving home, uh, my wife was with me, and I was just like, "Man, that that went terrible." And Ben and AP is like, oh, you didn't hear the lady say what she... I was like, no, what she say? And he explains to him. I was like, oh. No one laughed, like, for the next three people because they were just stunned that the lady... And he was like, from Anderson, Indiana. So she's from Anderson and lived close enough to take her wheelchair there. It's my favorite thing in the whole wide world to go up after something like that happens. It's Hell so no. much fun. I'll never forget, man. We had uh, Morty's and uh, Miss Pat's there. Miss Pat did an open mic and she got into it with these black kids. And, like, they was talking so much shit to her. So, like, they got into a fight. Like, Miss Pat snatched her wig off, stole off on the dude. Like, it was crazy. And I had to go off. off I had to go after Go off. Had to go after that because she had bumped me behind her. And, man, I'm over here like, uh, but we had a nice-ass crowd until uh, the Jerry Springer show happened. Goddamn, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? He said, you are not the father. And my fucking wig just went off in this bitch. <laughs> But it was just crazy because she was like giving these motherfuckers haymakers like straight solid connections. Like like she used to box type shit. Like, damn, Miss Pat, you just straight connecting. Like, bow, bow, bow. Just like, damn. Dude was like, damn, he was not ready for her motherfucking ass. I didn't think she was going to like snap off like that. But then as she got to like doing more of her stand up, because I really wasn't a fan. And I really didn't know her. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but when that shit happened, I got to like listen to more of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this Bitch already got hands, so I believe everything the fuck she said. Cause she beat this brother's ass. It was re- it was remarkable. Huh. Have you ever seen somebody get into a fight and like the other guy didn't got got no hits in? <laughs> yeah. You ever seen something like a flawless yeah. victory? Ain't that some crazy shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? You get your ass whooped. Like, ain't no way I'm gonna get my ass whooped. Like every time I see you, it's gonna be on sight. I can't take nothing worse than what you already gave me. I gotta at least get come in with a chair or some shit. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna get you one these days. <laughs> like I'm that type of person. I think the worst feeling though for me though, I, well not for me, but the worst feeling I ever had, like as a friend being with somebody that got their ass whooped, is like the ride home. Mm. Oh my god, that's like the mo- that's the most <laughs> fucked up shit ever. Like you can't you be, say nothing. You can't say nothing. Like the whole ride home, y'all want to say something to him to yeah. uplift him, but you know if you say anything mm. about the fight, it's he just gonna get mad. he gonna get mad or he gonna be sad or start crying, man. Like I've been that guy. You been that guy? The guy that got his ass beat that bad. Oh my god, you had to tell us what happened, man. I got, so I was at a 
uh, we call them Grange parties out in the. I grew up out in the just the boonies, like the sticks, Aberdeen, Washington, and okay. uh, we'd go to these parties just out in the sticks. Uh, I was at a Grange, and a band was playing. I'm hammered, drunk. <laughs> I'm in the parking lot, and um, I'm pissing, but I'm so drunk I'm pissing with like my pants down around my knees, <laughs> you know, my dick out, my ass out, and uh, this giant. I don't know if you can say bull dyke, so I'll say giant lesbian laid like leather jacket, like nose rings, like just this beefy <laughs> man looking lady. She looks like Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. <laughs> she she says, put your put your dick away. Put your dick away. <laughs> and I this other guy, his name's Cash. I'm sure he's dead from a drug overdose by now. Wow. But he was wearing like a wife beater and all these rings and like just cracked out, and he cracked out. Yeah, he yells, "You heard the lady!" <laughs> and I started laughing at the fact that he said "lady," like hysterically. Cause, like, oh, whoa! I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> so I'm la- I started laughing, and that he, he didn't like that. So I, as I turn around because I hear somebody stepping towards me, he just haymakers me right in the face, knocks me out cold his ring caught my nose split my face open mm. yeah it was it was bad my oh, friends wow. had to pick me up and uh i uh i got up and i was like oh it's on now but i was two days from being hit and uh, he just hit me a few more times it was, oh, over. No. It was over my friends drug me out of there <laughs> your friends ain't shit for not helping they knew you was already knocked out they yeah. knew you was on spaghetti legs yeah i just needed to get out of there that was the right move but yeah it was that was it that's the story oh man that's bad i'll never forget it you heard the lady <laughs> Put your i would have laughed too <laughs> i think the worst l we ever took it was a group and i ain't gonna lie man i ran so anyway, we were walking home from the rink, the United Skates rink right over there on 46. Yeah, the green and yellow and red building. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So we went to the rink. We were probably like 14, 13 or 14 at the time. So in the club, we jumped these guys. Like we, It's like 15 of us. So we beat the shit out of these dudes. They was talking shit like the weeks prior. Mm-hmm. So we got them. It was like 10 of them, 14 of us. We beat the brakes off them. Like all the whole night, we were just punching them like left and right dance taking they bitches like all type of like <laughs> fucked up shit to do as a kid you know so we're walking home because none of our parents was up to pick us up so uh we walking back we're deep man they like hey we look back it's like the same 10 we're like oh come on we about to beat your ass and no y'all not we look back it's like 10 more motherfuckers and they had like bats and shit uh, we couldn't run, so we just started scattering. Man, I, I went a secret way because nobody, like, I heard no <laughs> footsteps, way. nothing. So I pretty much ran all the way back home because the meetup was, we were saying to ourselves, like, before they even, like, started to come, meet at my house after this if we don't go. They was like, cool. We all, like, took off separate ways. I looked back. My friend Jimbo got hit with a fucking scooter. It was just Oh my god! As he was running right past the guy, the guy just clotheslined him with a scooter. I'm like, a a real deal scooter, like pow! Everybody could hear. Everybody's like, oh shit! I was like, oh shit! I just took off. Like I'm like, I probably I was out of there. I didn't get hit or nothing. I think I fell. (laughs) I was that scared. You know, you get scared when your legs, your legs start trembling. So I, I fell. Got back up, took off. What was the result of this? Man, so look, we get back. <laughs> I didn't like, I'm back home and change clothes, everything. Like, I've been back for a minute. So I'm like, where everybody at? 
This is like before cell phones, all that shit. Oh, I, I wouldn't have, I didn't have enough money. So uh, all my <laughs> friends start coming back. My friend Jimbo, that got hit with the shit with the fucking scooter. He's the, he fucked up like shirt tattered, bleeding. My friend Box fucked up. My friend Fat Boy, he, he like get there, he get here, but he get back last. He's fat. But he get back last. He's like, man, where the fuck was y'all at, man? I fought like 15 of these motherfuckers, man. I was holding my own. Man, he, he looked like Mark. You ever seen the episode of Mark when when his face is lumped up and shit? Yeah. Oh, he had him lumped the fuck. He was lumped and he lumped up. Everybody like, man, why you ain't fucked up? I'm like, man, I was gone, man. I, I see Jimbo get hit with that damn thing. I was out of there. He's like, man, you ain't right for that shit. I'm like, I'm not about to take no L with y'all. Y'all said break and I broke, motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> You're yeah, that was definitely a You're a horrible person. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, my mom dropped all of us off. We, my mom had a Volvo, and she had like eight kids in the fucking car. So my mom, my, just because my mom dropped us off, we made it possible to go out. So you know what? <laughs> fuck all y'all. I love the justification. Of had that. to have that. Had to have that. I agree about you. Um, I don't fight. You're too cute, huh? What? No, I've seen several fights at the skating rink, especially the one you're referring to. <laughs> several fights. It's in a sketchy neighborhood, isn't it? Uh, no, I wouldn't say yeah. so uh, The uh, area uh, back then uh, was kind of sketchy. Was, mm, I guess it just depends. It was all right, but I mean, that's all you do. You would just see all these kids and groups of kids like just walk to the but it was like that out west too because i'm from out west and he's from out east so we used to do the same thing and then you just fight on the way to the rink or you fight at the rink or you fight on the way home from the rink that was the worst thing fighting like on the way home from the rink like you'll be waiting for your ride and you'll see somebody that you might have gotten to it with like weeks ago and mm-hmm. like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, fight like, again. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it was never a, a, a honest W. Like, Why was childhood like this? I don't know. It I don't was know. Definitely we were like always that. fighting, man. What hood? It didn't matter what hood you're from. We from 21st Street. Bitch, we from 22nd Street. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I just watched the fights. Not you, yeah. BJ. Was there any trailer park wars or anything? Yeah. Um, no, we had a. Fam- last time I got knocked out, though, I remember this actually. <laughs> last I <time>. remember. <laughs> this had nothing to do with fighting. Hold on, how many times you got knocked out? You said the last time. So how many? By times? fighting, none. So it's the first. But time I've had like the seven time. concussions. Okay, that, that that don't tell me anything. So so, anyways, <laughs> there was growing up. You always had your normal stuff or whatever. But I saw we when I was a kid. There's neighbors we couldn't stand. So it was like the Hatfields and McCoys, right? We lived like three houses down. One of the kids went by and mooned my mother, right? Oh. And so my real father, who not the nicest guy in the world, chased him down and started stomping his skull. Then the rest of the people came out of the house to attacking my father. Then other people from my house started running over there. So, and I just, I like, I just remember seeing my dad just fucking head, just fucking like gushing open. And I was like, this doesn't look like a very wise decision here. <laughs> but I played softball a few years ago, and I quit playing a long time ago. Someone called, hey, just come out Sunday. We need someone at the sports park. I was like, all right. So I was like, I'll, I said, I'm going to bat last and catch. I don't want to fucking. Was it Ray Hensley? <sighs> no, no. It was RB <laughs> Hervey. Um, and uh, played the plate. I make the tag, and this kid, we are playing college kids, tries to jump over me. When he jumped over me, he hit me in the fucking face. And then I just remember laying on the ground, seeing that flash, and then waking up. 
and then but my guys on my team are very heavy alcohol alcoholics right mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're chasing after these kids while i'm laying on the ground bleeding and then uh my buddy goes Are you okay and i said i just got knocked out at 40 years old playing slow pitch fucking softball <laughs> i said i am not okay oh so this was recent yeah it was two years ago like oh. i got like i and then i just sit there and i was like because i wasn't and i was like man i can take a punch because he was running full speed and hit me knee first and like I fell down, saw the flash, and I, I was like kind of right back up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing. It was like A, slow pitch softball, and B, I could kind of take a punch. Right. <laughs> and I was, God damn. But yeah, but I've never been in like a, never been knocked out in a fight or anything like that. Um, I've had a bitch moment where I bitched out, I'll be honest. Like Nate? I was. <laughs> hey, man, feet couldn't fail me now after we, that one. Well, this is, out of there. This is, how, this is how stupid we were. This is how corny <laughs> we were. Um, we so it was like Halloween or whatever. So we had a bunch of just hard corn, and we would throw it at people's houses or whatever, and it's cleaned up. But we decide, hey, let's throw it at people's cars as they drive by. Oh, you <laughs> assholes! This, so this is ninety ninety four. We hit someone's Camaro. You know what a Camaro in ninety four, right? So that you know, two tone, the type of people that drive two tone Camaros in ninety four, not the people you want to mess with. So we scattered like you did. And then we said, hey, we'll walk back to the house. This car found us. And a 30-year-old man got out and started and tackled me and was punching me. But he kept missing. But I was screaming, stop, stop, stop. And I didn't realize he wasn't fucking hitting me. (laughs) 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 And then I reached and I reached in my hoodie and I pulled out. I had a wrench. And then when I pulled it back, that's when I got the car and left. I never hit him. But like on the ground, I was being a bitch. Mm. Like stop, you randomly stop. had a wrench. Yeah, Let's go back to that. Yeah, oh, because we, we we knew that we had went to someone else's house after we hit the cars and hid, and we're like, hey, in case something happens, grab some tools. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, like I like I was never big into fighting. Like I saw some people get really fucked up, and I was like, I don't ever want to do that. It's not fun. I don't like okay to outsiders. My sister was an <laughs> MMA fighter, and I don't understand. Oh shit, was. Yeah, it was. She's not anymore. Okay. She was beating your ass as a kid? No, no. We got along pretty good. <laughs> I used to beat my brother up when we were kids. I really? used to beat him up all the time. Older sister? I'm the older sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bullying. My sister used to put me in the yeah. corner. Get in the fucking corner! <laughs> my older brother and I would fight all the time. Um, but it, but my brother's the sweetest guy you'll ever meet, right? If you meet him, like we call him the accidental racist. That's his nickname. <laughs> Accidental, <laughs> because like he's not around a lot of black people, right? Okay. But he loves black culture. Jo- he has, I showed Nate, he has like twenty pairs of Jordans. Like he'll start talking to you about Jordans, and then he'll start having like conversations, and you're just like, is he? But anyways, he um, everybody always picked on him, picked on him, whatever, and he would always smile and take it until one day he fucking snapped, Ooh, and he beat the one, fucking dude. brakes off this kid. And the kid fell down, and he started punching him in the spine as hard as he could. I thought he was going to break his spine. And the kid kid cried and left, and I just looked at my brother, and I was like, it fucking took you eight years to do that? (laughs) Because everybody would pick on him and want – he just it was awful the way people picked on him. They didn't pick on me, but but he beat the brakes off that kid. It was his best friend at the time, too. Got to, man. Yeah, that's what's up. Well, they just kept fucking punking punking him out, and Craig was such a nice kid, and then I wasn't a nice kid. He was. My brother snapped one time, too. He was choke-slamming everybody. (laughs) 
Like, yo, you gotta <laughs> punch people, not choke slam. He's like literally choking the fuck out of them, picking them up. <gasps> I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, eighth grade year, we're playing basketball in PE, right? Two things happen. One is they're teaching wrestling, so we have to go to the wrestling room, right? One kid thinks it's WWE, right? So before the teacher says anything, he DDTs his kid. You hear his neck kind of crack a little bit. Mm. <laughs> that kid's out. And <laughs> he's going to the nurse because they think he broke his neck. That's when the first two minutes. And it was what we called the hood kid or whatever. <laughs> um, he'd been in eighth grade three times. And Damn, then, don't let him be black. Was he black? No, there's no black kids in my school. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Southern Indiana. There's not. Um, there wasn't. I, we graduated with 420 kids, and there was one one black kid. Just God. one. Oh, come on. You're too close to the, where the clan started down in that area. Yeah. But we started playing basketball Parents during PE. It. And um, so I'm running the fast break. I go to throw the pass. The kids are fighting in the corner, just beating the shit out of each other during school. And then, like I guess, the old man strength, the PE teacher picked them both up by by the neck or whatever. It's like, stop it, boys. The one just turned around and fucking punched him right in the face. Damn. It was probably the funnest thing we had at school going on. When you grew up in a small town, there's nothing. I mean, I know we graduated with a lot of kids, but it was boring. Pow to the kisser. <laughs> I think teachers should still be able to hit kids. I think that should be a thing. I yeah, if you square up, me. Yeah, if you square up a teacher, I think you should. I have a lot of friends that are teachers, and I'm just like, just fucking hit a kid. Like, when he, like, in, like, like, seniors and juniors can get their ass whooped by a teacher, like, Right there. Damn near sophomores, too. They some big of these 8th graders, they big as I think 7th and 8th graders yeah. where it belongs. That's where it starts. Needs to happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I graduated 6'3", I think 225. Yeah, I'd have hit you with a 2x4. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have yelled, oh, pow. No, I mean, like I said, there's some kids. Um, that, I mean, like the, the boys or whatever. Colin's been in one fight in the neighborhood. Um, some kid was bullying him, and then um, uh, Colin <laughs> sucker punched him, and then took his AirPod out of his ear, threw like a seventy-five yards. I would have motherfucking cleaned it out and kept it. Um, and then the, pa- <laughs> and the so the parents called the cops on us, and then I said, Colin, I said, I said, did you hit him? He's like, yeah. It's like he's like, but I told the cops I didn't. I was like, so you lied to the cops? He's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll go with your story. I didn't know about the door, fucking door cam or whatever. I was like, oh, he didn't no. do it. He didn't do anything. Then we saw the footage of Colin fucking walking up. <laughs> um, well, the kid pushed him first, and Colin kind of walked away, and then Colin clocked him. And What's then she supposed kept, to do? And she kept saying, those were a Christmas gift. Those were a Christmas gift. His AirPods or whatever. And so, and I was just like, okay. And then they just let it all go. And then the next day um, in school, he tried to push Colin in the hallway. Colin just walked, because he just walked away, because he was trying to get him suspended from football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Colin's smart. I'd have beat that boy ass in front of everybody. I'm like, coach. Glad, I'm just glad Lucci or Justice wasn't there because Justin would have fucking killed him. Mm. He, he's the youngest, ain't he? No, Justice is. Um, so, uh, this, uh, that's can, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. Lucci and Colin are uh, me and Steph's um, kids we had, whatever. Justice we adopted around when he was 15, 16. And then he just doesn't fuck around. <laughs> I employed a kid named Justice. I was trying to get him to start an OnlyFans. Uh, Called Justice for All. <laughs> Justice for All. No, not for my entertainment, but for his money. <laughs> it would funny if he started this shit. <laughs> I hope he did. <laughs> Justice, for, Justice all. for All. That's a tight ass name right yeah. there. <laughs> I don't want to tell him. Tell him. He's going to start an OnlyFans. 
Justice for all. One one and thing it just shows his butthole to the camera. One thing I did want to ask you though is because we started the show right, and this is weird is because I was thinking about something like that. Is like, would you support? Would you support his OnlyFans if you hadn't started? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to, wouldn't I? Okay, <laughs> but what the problem is is like, is like since I like Irie is how it, much is the subscription? We're starting nine ninety nine. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but it's forty nine ninety nine for butthole picks. Okay, uh, what the fuck? A piece or I'm out the conversation. No, I'm just talking about like there's. We're talking about we're talking about business. Just reframe it in your. But mind what I'm business. trying to say is, why do women support women better than men support men? Because we ain't trying to look at. First of all, I'm not. No, no, I'm not talking about only. I'm talking about comedy, podcasting, starting your own business, whatever. What's well, so women have oh. a more nature nurturing? Yeah. Yeah. Nature when my wife caring. posts her stuff about her, her um um. Or salon that she has, like like people are like sharing it. Hey, I want yeah, a book. I can't wait. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're actually booking and paying her money to go there. My girlfriends are more likely to come watch me do comedy than my guy friends are. Why Nobody's is that? Gone. Why is that, Ivory? Why do you think it is? Oh, we want to believe in you. We want to help you believe in yourself. Women are foolish. That's what it is. <laughs> They're dreamers. Yeah. <laughs> we were always like, he's fucking terrible. He's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't funny. That show's stupid. And then you're like, hey, you want to come on the show? Yeah, I'll be there. She asked Fuckers. me, okay. <laughs> Nate, yeah. Nate, why do you think it is? Women, women <laughs> operate off emotions. So they're up there looking at the post like, oh, homegirl, I'll be there and support you. Our people, black guys, I'm supporting you in spirit, brother. I'm going to make sure I share that shit, bro, so everybody can see it. All 198 of my fucking followers will fucking share it and pass it along, even though they don't live in this state. And a couple of them are blind, some of them are deaf, and some of them are retarded. They're going to be there in spirit. I like the, I like the comment. They're like, oh, you're still doing that? Like, I love them. You're still doing that? Or... Damn man, I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna get out to one of them. Like I just posted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's three blocks from your house. You could walk there. I'll never forget She's my home. Coming. My home girl Kiana. Like to this day, has never come to my show, but I always share my shit, comment. She has no idea to, if you're funny or not. Nothing. Like no. no idea. Like she'll. Like I remember one time I was out passing flyers, and the event was like right by a bunch of apartment complexes. So she saw me. I'm like. You tell me to tell me I've been having this comedy show for three weeks and three months in a row, and you ain't came. And I, I and my face is right here, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I'm busy and shit. I'm like, bitch, you ain't busy. You ain't got no kids yet. What the fuck? You know one thing we never talked about, like I get, I, I always, I said after a while though with comedy, like I already knew, like whenever, when I, when I produced my first comedy show, like all my family came. And I was like, I know I'm probably never going to get this happen again. Never. Even though everybody laughed, enjoyed themselves. Like, they really enjoyed themselves. They were so shocked. Mm -hmm. I could probably can get them to come maybe probably one other time. Like, that. You got to up the game, you know. Like, like I used to bring my cousin. Like, my cousin does comedy. I used to bring him. Oh, they're blowing me up for tickets. Where is he at? Oh, my God. We, let me know when you pick him up. I'm like, but it's my show. <laughs> 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 like, I don't give a fuck about your shit. 
You bringing Nate? Oh, hell yeah. We coming deep in this motherfucker. Like, it'd be crazy, man. My cousin would be like, damn, man, the family really support. I'm like, you motherfucker, they don't support me. <laughs> you wore them out. That's how comedy works. Your friends yeah. come for a little bit, and then they don't. And then... Yeah, then it's mm-hmm. over. But you can't be, like, offended by it, like. Some friends, like, and plus I got older friends. Like, as you grow older. I feel older, bad asking them now. Like, I'm, I get to open for Adam Carolla this weekend, and I feel bad asking people to come to that. I mean, they might come. They, they might, might. They probably remember the man They're not going to come for me. I thought he was here last week. No, it's this week. Gotcha. And I get to open for him. Nice. Are you hosting or are you opening? Uh, it's a it's a two-man open, so two features. So you're featuring or just? Featuring. Oh, oh, nice, 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 nice. Wow. Nice. You know, I never saw you do comedy till the open mic. Nate. Me? No, no, Nate. Nate. I've actually seen mean? him do more comedy. No, you ain't seen shit. But uh, <laughs> you ain't seen shit. But uh, are you doing the contest? Yeah, I did sign up for it. Oh, I forgot to sign up for it. It's not, is it too late? I think he said after the thirtieth. Do you want to sign up for it? I don't kind of want to, but I might still though. I might just sign up to say fuck it. I think that I think that de- I'm asking because I'll talk to Avery this weekend. And I can I can I can always inbox him and just tell him hey yeah, I hit just, him up. Yeah, I can say, say hey, I missed. What's it. the contest? CPT. CP time. CP. He yeah, said CPT. Yeah, CPT. <laughs> it's the uh, at Helium. It's just a comedy contest. Uh, Indies funniest. Whoever oh. wins wins twelve hundred dollars and nothing else. So it's not like the indie star where people just vote and it may not oh, be that true. That shit's whack. Oh, they, it's they, they all contests. I promise you, uh, from working or from being so close to radio for so long, every contest of any sort is totally not. Not what it looks like from the outside. It yeah, is not really. even close. Like you don't get nothing. You need it's no recognition. You don't get to feature at the club. You don't get more bookings. No, you just got to take it for what it is, and that's the stage time. That you get really good stage time in front of a really good audience and a, and a good video and a really good video. Yeah, a really good video. And if you take it for those three things and you don't want anything else out of it, it is awesome. It I've is. never been to Helium. I made it to it's the great. finals. The I first really don't time leave. I, did I, I really don't leave my house. No, we got to get you out. I was so excited that you were out the house last week. The open mic is the only time you've ever seen him. That's not a good representation. Yeah, you're not not seeing shit. I know, because I kept seeing his ass crack while he kept sitting down on a stool. (laughs) How do you guys have a show together? I've never seen him do stand-up. Because uh, uh, I just was trying to diverse, you know. I forgot how the fuck we met. I, 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 I used them. I'm like, hey, man, I need white following. You're like, I need, <laughs> I need a better DJ. Yeah, Dyke, Dyke hit me up and was like, hey, can you help out uh, Nate like you did Oh, us? yeah, for my podcast. Yeah, yeah for uh, the, the facts. So, like other black podcasts. Black me, podcast? Yeah. yeah full me, of niggas. I have another all black podcast. So just to let you know, you're not just. Wait, how do you have you? an all black podcast? I produce one. Oh, I don't have one yet. Okay. He produced like a bunch of pot. Like I always, always tell everybody, like you want a good person to help you get set up and help you learn about what to use in podcast. Good sound. I'll let BJ. Well, he had a passion when we were talking about like comedy and talk about how a show and how he wanted to get it going. And then, like we got our show going off off the ground or whatever. And then, um, AP, you know, need to. He was a realtor and another full time job, so he just needed to spend more time at home. So. I got bored and then just started producing podcasts and then it was fun and it's fun, but then it's like, um, some of them, people don't value your time. Oh yeah. You rarely do that. Yeah. And then, so I started charging people and people were like, you're going to charge. And I was like, well, that's well, how you get people to value I, your time. And I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I do. I was, I didn't charge at the beginning when I was learning, like with 
Devon Shoemaker and some other people, like they, they allowed me to experiment and mm -hmm. Buck allowed me to experiment to try to get better at it. So I never charged them only to get better at it. But then people were like, how much for your time? It was like a hundred bucks an hour. They're like, what? I'm oh, yeah. like, like, seriously. I was like, my sound is great. I'll edit it, send it to you, Dropbox it. And all you have to do is upload it. You just well, sit I, down and. I think that is very reasonable. Yeah. Because yeah. I know what they charge. I know what they charge other places. I just don't want to deal with video. I mean, because we could deal with video, but we did it. But you have to run a whole other. I think the switcher's like four hundred bucks. The switchers, like switcher. So oh, like, you talking about the one where it cuts to, you, to me yeah. and you? And it, Shit, I'm about to get that. Because I have four cameras. Oh, uh, you need four cameras. Maybe? I have four cameras. No, I'm saying like you have to have multiple cameras in order. Of course you would, but how many cameras? Unless you're using a e Evo or whatever. I think it's. Um, I can't think of what's called. But there's certain ones that have like the eagle eye on it. But no, yeah. if, if you run to the Logic Pro, you could just switch back and forth from one to two. Mm. But most people have three, so they have the double shot if there's two people, and then they go back and forth to someone's talking. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that. I'm about to, we have to do that. We have to do that. But you say I need to go ahead and set up and get a new computer too, right? Yeah. Mm. That's just a talk. It's like it's like a lot of money to set this shit up. Uh, there's probably about thirty thousand involved in what we've done. That's so why I said you guys got good credit because AP was just getting I, all the I shit. I don't. Oh, yeah, AP. AP. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. I mean, because went, we went from, at one point, we had like two MacBooks and then he had an iMac. Then I got an iMac and then there's a beat pad, beat pad, another beat pad, TVs, two boards, all kinds of stuff. White, white money. I white am money. not. <laughs> I am not all white. So that's why. Yeah. Just Hispanic. be careful. Yeah. White and Hispanic. Money. I'm definitely the whitest person in this room. You're clear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm clear. I'm ginger white. That is right. <laughs> I love that. Comes white. with a whole new set of privilege. You guys don't even understand. So let me ask you this, Josh. Do yeah. you feel that all comedians do need to be versatile in doing stand-up comedy? <clears throat> uh, please ask your question. Like what I mean by versatile is like I've seen that you do urban rooms and you've done white rooms. You've done mixed rooms. Like I think it's incredibly important. Be? I love. I love uh, black rooms. They're my absolute favorite because they're the most honest. Mm -hmm. They're the, like they, <laughs> they will, they will. So uh, white rooms won't laugh, but black rooms will go as far as to tell you you are doing badly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like it is, it is a whole nother level of like no, -uh, no. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's. But I think it's very important to put yourself in as much. Like my favorite, and uh, you know Tyson Cox. Mm -hmm. um, I I love uh, the reason I was, he hates what I love, and I love like we went on tour together, and my favorite shows were the shows that were the worst, because we got to learn the most, mm -hmm. you know. And everybody else's favorite shows are the shows where that are the best, because you have you know you get that rush of everybody laughing yeah, at everybody what you're laughing, saying, feeling good. Yeah. But my favorite part is the work that goes into it. You know, mm. like when they're when they're not laughing, and now you gotta like, okay, why are they not laughing? How how am I gonna get them to laugh? It's my job to make them laugh. And so many people blame the audience, like, oh, they didn't laugh at my jokes. Well, it's not it's not their job to laugh at your jokes. It's your job to make them laugh. Exactly. You heard that right there, folks. It's not your job. It's not our. I mean, it's not it's not their job <laughs> to laugh. It's your job to make them motherfuckers laugh. Yeah, and like, if you can flip it, you do a great job of it. You're really very skilled at understanding what's going on. And um, like, okay, well, my jokes aren't going to work right now. I need to talk right now. 
I need mm-hmm. to make a joke about the room. Like at your show the other night when I, nobody was laughing and I made that joke about the fish tank. That's mm-hmm. what that room needed. Right? Yeah, it needed mm-hmm. like some shit to talk about. Like It needed something to bring everybody into the room. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then like I said, it opened it up because like I can honestly say like my my room is like a workout room. Like if you want to work out your shit, like it's cool because the only thing my room needs is just more black people to come because then it can be like oh okay I can judge it off of these guys all being here working on something. Like if you see a bunch of white people coming there and working on something and they're funny, then by all means they're gonna come stick around. Now I can tell like the people that did come that was late they stayed there because it's like wow. These guys are actually pretty funny. All it needs is just that kick in the ass. That's it. I know it's going to take some time. but It just takes time. It, it just takes time. You just can't finally get discouraged. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing. You get discouraged. You need something to bring a shit. crowd. I was thinking about that that night, and I don't know what's going to bring a crowd. Man, because everybody talks shit about the restaurant so much. Like, I had a bad experience. I'm like, well, come on Thursday, motherfucker. You ain't going to have no bad experience. If anything, we're going to talk about that lace front and the fact that you ain't got the hair underneath your hair done. That's some bullshit. <laughs> And I want to thank Nate for serving me drinks. I like was he, getting he BJ. Got me, he got me a cup of ice. I almost got some Kool Aid, but I didn't take my. I met- love that it has a Kool Aid bar. On. I yeah, was just like, I so every mad, time I see it. I didn't take my metformin for my sugar, so I didn't want to take my metformin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you came through though in the clutch. We were shouting you out the uh, the week prior. Yeah, hey, you just like you got. That's how you know you got good white friends. Ivory was talking about it. She was like, Nate, you have a lot of white friends. I'm like, you know what? I ain't never had this many white friends to this year. I don't know where the fuck they are. have really, from. really good friends. It's that reparations. Came through We're this paying is before them back. I- <laughs> <laughs> See, DJ always got to make the shit turn racial. You're the most racial person here. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, like, you guys always be talking about like you ain't. I didn't murk this shit. Bro. I know, and it was for you me. You want some spiced rum? No. I'm it, about to have you pour some of my shit. Yeah, but I it, want some. It's fun, <laughs> it's fun getting in on the, on the, on the ground floor, <laughs> right? When you get to see this is like the ground floor of what he's doing there and things like that. That's why it's so much fun because you're there when I was sitting next to Josh. And I was like, and I was like, oh, shit, he don't have a mic. And I was like, look, and you turned around like there's no mic. And then you brought the <laughs> mic back. So the next week I was like, hey, I'm going to get there and make sure like whatever you need, we're good. Because like it was hard for him to focus on the mic and run around. And I said, well, I'll take care. So by seven thirty, the mic was working, music was done. I said, dude, you can just chill until the show starts at eight. So and that's where that's like you know we're friends. Like I don't want him. He was running around like crazy. And I was like, dude, I'll handle this part. You just go do that. It's crazy because Christian like called me out. He's like, man, you got a liquor store here, and like, <laughs> does Nate own this? Because all the money's going to him. I'm like, hey man, shut the fuck. Yeah, he was doing that, and I was doing this. We were both like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit's funny, but shh. God damn, you was too honest, motherfucker. Shit, we ain't supposed to be having this shit go on. <laughs> you supposed to tell him before he get up there. Oh man, he didn't, like, I would have told. Tell him, I would have told him that, and he would have. Yeah, because that's crazy. Because the week before, I was like broadcasting, <laughs> like I'm gonna be bartending. I got the drink. We gonna have this. This. I'm like, I right, no. But, but I seen like eat. a whole week later. Yeah, I thought you were the restaurant manager. <laughs> Week one, <laughs> I know you came in like Cruella Deville yeah. <laughs> with the she well, didn't, not Cruella, but uh, Carmen San Diego with the red skirt. She didn't know me the first week, even though she'd done the show here in my house. That's because I 
Kate Norton. He was fine. standing up. He looked like he was the, like, yeah. either the, the bar owner or like he was security or something. Like it was this tall man standing next to me. I had on sweatpants. And I kept looking. I was like, he looks familiar to me, but. Josh was there when the dude called me Joey Fatone. <laughs> and then he got mad. And then he got to hold a grudge. He's like, Big Mike G. Hey, Big Mike G. He gonna hold a grudge. He's gonna be like, you call me Joey Fatone. He's oh, like, what the fuck you I'm petty like? as fuck. I'm, I did something like, I'm working on with my Who was the guy I tagged you Big in Mike on G Facebook? Big Mike G just says whatever comes to the top of his head. I head. swear, I he just, he's just silly. But he gave me a soft handshake. And then like I was like, okay. I was like, maybe I know him. You know, because I met some people before, whatever. But then I felt like arrogant. Like, he probably knows who I am through whatever. And he's like, hey. He, Joey Fatone, the only thing I could say was like, I'm friends with Nate. Didn't say my name. Didn't say anything. I was like, he fucking crushed me. And it was so hilarious. Aww. Who's the guy I tagged you in on Facebook? He looked like you too. Oh, God. Who was that? <laughs> I forgot, but I tagged him. And he, BJ sent me the I emojis. <laughs> and then Avery commented right underneath. It's going to be a great show. I'm like, what the fuck? You booked you book the fucking... The theater now? What the fuck? What's wrong with getting called Joey Fatone? Joey because that's dude. what I said. Because my son pointed out when when we came home, he's like, "Hey, Dad, is he? Did he call you that? Because his last name spells Fat One." Maybe <laughs> <laughs> your son had a good burn. Fat One. Uh, he tried to make up for it tonight. He's like, "Dad, you know when you have your hat on that way, you kind of look like uh, Jorge Masvidal." And I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> Jorge, who's like, that? Uh, UFC fighter. Okay, and he's not even a good one either. He used to be. I know. Anything got knocked out. I swear, them UFC fighters they get they lose like a two went two Chad lost Daniels, streak. It's a over. You said Chad Daniels a comedian. Yeah, Chad Daniels. He looks just like Chad Daniels too. Just a skinny. This is a bigger version. I got the same face though. I did, can I just? I'm gonna start comparing everybody to everybody now. It's my new thing now. Oh my god, Petty McGee over here. I look like if Conor McGregor did gay porn. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Now we said you Sami Zayn without the crazy big He's beard. A, he looks like the type of guy that'd be like snitching on people in gangster movies in Boston. <laughs> How about me? I no, I don't know who you look like. I forgot what I said you looked like the other uh, other day. Kind of looks like the guy that's been robbing the stores. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that guy. It's that guy. It's a guy gained about forty five pounds over over the weekend. I'm that big, goddamn. Shit. He's a crackhead. You ain't a crackhead. I know, but damn, at least give me some crackhead weight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You could pick up the habit. <laughs> and you fit in the shirt I gave you. Pick up the habit and lose the weight. <laughs> and then you will be great. One of my friends told me that. Um, when I, I moved up here in O2 and we can't, it was like I came down a few years later and I saw him I was like wow Jason you look great I was like you lost a lot of weight man it's good to see he's like yeah I crack and I was like ha come on man he's like no seriously I had a crack addiction <laughs> and it sucked the whole joy out of my body like you good though he's like yeah I've been sober for a year and I was like alright see you I thought he was joking but nope nah hell no. Nah. Uh, I told a girlfriend of mine that she I hadn't seen her in months. Told her she she'd lost a bunch of weight. Oh, you look great. Ooh. What are you doing? She has cri- crippling anxiety. Apparently, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, Re- really? Same thing. Like, really? Are you fucking with me? No, no, no. It's actually hor- horrible. Okay. I had a girl at work get mad at me because I didn't know she was pregnant. Oh. I was just like, uh, I was. Um, she's like, well, I won't be here in a few weeks. And I was like, why? 
<laughs> and she's like, well, I'm about to give birth. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, oh, you didn't know I was pregnant. And I was like, I have a lot going on. No. <laughs> I walked outside going, fuck. Because <laughs> she was a big girl. I oh, thought she was just a big girl. That's hilarious. I've definitely been asked, um, uh, when am I due? <laughs> I've been asked. You've been asked that? Yes. Like, when am I due? Recently? I just look. No, like in the past, like because oh, I just look pregnant, but I just, I just don't want to work out. Why do I got to look pregnant? <laughs> I look pregnant, Josh. No, you look all right. Wow, <laughs> strap nasty. You totally hit it. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of hitting it, Josh. Yeah. So I posted this picture of you on Facebook. What picture? I friend requested you, but apparently you don't want to be my friend. Oh, I don't take that off. I'll, I'll accept it right now. So I, I posted I sent this him picture. A message I, last I, week. I, I know you're gonna I, say something. You? <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I get so much weird shit on fucking Facebook. No, it was on Instagram. No, you did not. Yeah, you probably popped up as like a request once. I, I guys, I get a lot of weird shit. I know you did. <laughs> Hold on, what'd you say? Oh, two requests. Yep. Uh, yep, see the request. Sorry, yeah, I'll buddy. be fucking that one up too, though. I showed you this picture, Josh, on Thursday. Yeah, which one? You showed this me three. One. Yeah, the one where, like, I'm, you, could, you should Photoshop a dick in that. <laughs> I'll work on that tomorrow. <laughs> so, here's the photo. Oh, wow. And yeah. so, I said, caption this. And the response was from you got it from a whole bunch of people. Um, hallelujah for the black woman. <laughs> That's on your page. That's on my page. Oh, you were blocked from it. I'm blocked from your page. <laughs> what? What were you doing? You got blocked from your what page. What did I do to get blocked from your page? You, you got blocked. The other response was lift your hands and praise the I Lord. I straight am blocked from this motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> so because you only were blocked, but BJ's blocked too. What? I block the- You're only blocked because Confirm. I didn't want you all. I didn't want you all to see the post. All so right, then, I'm, ho- I'm hollering. At so then I channels. posted this one. Then I posted this one. What the fuck? Let me see your phone. Then I posted this one <laughs> and said caption. <laughs> the response was <laughs> first time getting a finger in the butt. <laughs> wow, man, who the fuck said that? Give me that motherfucking phone. It was Don. What? <laughs> Give me your phone. Let me see this shit. And then the said, other no. response was jumped in that motherfucker like warm, like wham, bam, damn, ma'am, was what she posted. Who like posted wham, that? bam, thank you, ma'am. Well, Don's going to catch an L when I see his want to be black ass. Don had the best response. Oh, fuck Don. I got two laughs. Oh, Brandy McNeil. <laughs> Just shout down there. Right. All right. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> All right. Everybody's been accepted, requested, whatever. It's awesome. Yeah. He said he'll be here. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> I just saw him pop up my watch. First time getting a finger in my butt. You fucking asshole, Don. I just did his I just did his show over the weekend. Who? Don Masons. He had a comedy show over the weekend. It was pretty good too. Wasn't was nobody it? there, but it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Way to bury his show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, it was good though. It was people coming in like late. It was cool. He had me headline. It was it was actually pretty good. A lot of a uh, lot of new faces I've never was seen. Was that before. Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. 
No, it was Friday. It was Friday. He said he usually do- has it f- Saturdays, but they had him over to Friday, and he's, he's like he was upset because uh, usually a lot more people like walk up business comes. But it was still a good show. Don did was a great it the one job. At the, the at the play- brewery. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I think the first show the he had brewery. like yeah, it was like a brewery. Yeah, they had like where it was in Franklin. Oh, it's got all the taps. Where you- yeah, all yeah. the taps. Yep, yep, yep. So, and I'm shitty because, like, all right, so I'm supposed to get two free drinks. So I couldn't get the fuckers to work. So, like, I'm turning my car. He's like, oh, man, you are you okay? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, you had, like, 15. I'm like, I couldn't get the fuckers to work. <laughs> so he charged me still for, like, two of them. I'm like, man, I didn't even drink nothing, like, at all. He's like, oh, okay, well, we got to at least charge you, like, for one. I'm like, but I only got one fucking drink that I drunk. The other rest of them didn't even work. You do look very suspicious. Right. Yeah. Especially I in Franklin, I both like agreed too. So now you, I don't under, you know, I don't know. I, <laughs> what black dude do you know drinks coffee beer? None. Exactly. He should have just already assumed. Like, oh. what was the name of the the beer? Something Guinness coffee, some shit. I'm over here like, damn, got mocha in there. Let me the fuck. <laughs> well, I know. Well, there's a there's a company out of Chicago called Aleman that one of my buddies owns. And then that they won their recipe for coffee beer, and I was like, mm. "Coffee beer?" But they were all chefs, and then they, as when the restaurant closed, they would just sit there and try to come up with recipes for beer. Then they got good enough, and they opened up their own brewery. Hmm. So I hate flavored beer. It's, it's unmarried women thirty-five and older considered leftovers. I no comment. <laughs> I was up here. I don't think so. She's walking around the it. house. She Is just it? left to go walk around. I know she don't even know where the fuck she's going. <laughs> the dog gonna get her. <laughs> it's gonna tell what she's gonna meet Steph, and the next thing you know, they're gonna start talking about just then they'll all be good friends. No, when most people meet my wife, they're, I get that look like that's your wife, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> so it's like, oh, she must have felt sorry for you. And then I tell them how long we've been together, and they're like, oh, so you must have one point trapped her. Must have been attractive at one point. Like, oh, I yeah. trapped this motherfucker right here. Because she's actually seven months older than me, and I never let her die on that. Older woman. He's like, hey, give me that put. Yeah, you ain't going no motherfucking where this motherfucker is mine, bitch. Is that a Hallmark card? <laughs> Where'd you go? You stole something? Mine, you <laughs> <laughs> You always got to ask something. You stole something? You're going to make that comment now, that, since she's in the room? So Ask Ivory. Her. It's women, women 35 years or older. Unmarried women 35 years or older considered leftovers. That's so funny. I seen that comment. And what me and my friends and cousins, we legit, that's what we call. The crew? That's what we call ourselves. We call ourselves the leftovers. (laughs) And it's not, I mean, it's just. (laughs) But it is like the, the the man that we date, y'all the leftovers too. Nah. Yeah, y'all are. I tasted some of them leftovers. I had to leave it. So you're just going to lie? I'm going to call y'all the reheat. <laughs> no, they're the leftovers. No, I, never have, been nev- I have never been married. Never been married. Do you have kids? No. Uh-huh. How many kids? Three. Three kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. All out of wedlock, center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's so serious, too. I mean, it is, it, that's what it is. What Got you a sinner. <laughs> pussy is sinner. Uh, sinner pussy. You got that sinner pussy. Yeah, sinner pussy. Sinner pussy. It is what it is. Well, that's great. Uh-huh. Nate, how old are you? 
35 left over too. Jesus. But I ain't have got no kids. Married? Josh, you ever been married? Uh, I was married, yeah. All right, so at least he went through it. Yeah. No, I don't have any kids though. Uh. Was she black? No. <laughs> you sound angry about it too. No. No, no I love black girls. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. You ever had black pussy? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how he said it, too. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He might know what he's doing. Josh yeah. has this underlying, like, sweat. Josh is a blunt. It's big, Josh, big energy. That's what, it is. that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes, Josh. That's what you got to say. I think, I think it's credit score I appreciate energy. It. Credit score energy. I, I, mean, think, I think Josh is rich, Josh. though. I can smell. Even I'm attracted to him. God <laughs> damn. That's that. That's that. I'm rich on paper. That's that. Not, yeah! not real. That's that line. And then there's the habitual line offender. <laughs> He's a habitual line stepper. I am. That's what yes, I am. Yes, that's what he is. I've actually controlled. I've actually calmed down a lot with the things I say. <laughs> yeah? Shit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Just get, goes ahead. When hand. I got hired at the place I'm at now, my friend hired me. And he was like, hey, like, like I need you here. You're usually here. It's like, all right. So like the first two years there, I didn't like. It was real calm, and then he he left, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna start go back to being me. And that, now I'm happier than ever. Because like one time, um, <laughs> there was at my other job, um, somebody screwed something up or whatever, and I was just like, if you don't stop, I'm gonna call ice on you. And she's Hispanic. I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Everybody else laughed. <laughs> And then Juice, Justin Kelly was there. He's like, dude, Ooh, you, how can you get away with that? And I was like, they're not going to tell on me. I was like, like or call ice on him. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you're so stupid. <laughs> no, like you like to have fun. And just, but to me, people are afraid to cross the line. If it's funny, then there's funny ha ha. Then there's funny he 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 he. Yeah, where does that line get crossed is what I wonder. Like, cause we, at my place, we joke around all the time and it's ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, it, it all what happens is, is someone's feeling. It's like what just happened with um, Bill Murray, like on that set of a mm-hmm, movie. He, mm-hmm. I, we don't know. I don't know what he said. You might know what he said, Mm-mm. but he said some where they shut down production, investigated it. He's like, times must have changed. You know, it's, I need to. You give the whole spiel. I need to catch up with the times. Yeah, or whatever. You know, like today, um, we were changing ceiling tiles at a store, and I was just like. I was like, well, why don't you change these ceiling tiles? I said to uh, the girl that worked there, she's like, I, I can't reach them. I was like, you guys want fucking equal pay. <laughs> I said, think about that next time you can't open a jar. That's why I'm 10% make more than you. So it's it's the way wow. you say it, right? Because yeah. it's all the context in what you said. Because if you can say something jokingly. Well, because she was joking. Like, she's like, because she's like real short. And uh, she's the one that was just robbed. So we went over to work trying to. <laughs> You said after she got robbed? No, after I... I said after she got robbed. Get him. Get get him. He needs... Tater tots. Bite him. Bite, bite, bite your owner. Bite him. Bite him. <laughs> I got tater tots. So, no, but like we're... So, I, like how you really, I like how you ad lip. We got tater tots. I got tater tots right here. But I'm not going to eat them until after the show's over. Uh, <laughs> you going to let them get cold? No. I'll eat them. I'll, you'll see how fast I eat shit. <laughs> He'll be like, no, no, no. He'll swallow them. But like the night, the night she got robbed, and we went over there. And my thing is, during tragedies, make someone laugh. And she, Facts. She said. Facts. Well, she said. Well, I ran out the door, and I was running down Arlington. I said, "How long? How many steps in did you realize you need to quit vaping?" <laughs> and she's like, "About six. 
And I was like, who was you screaming for? She's like, I don't know. I was just middle of the road trying to get someone's attention. You said middle of the road. <laughs> and, there's a, and, and I showed her the video of today of her running out the door and stuff. Oh, shit. And you see her cut a left. And if you cut a right, you see, these little, you see these little legs running. I was like, where was you going? She's like, because you couldn't see her over the bush. And then she appears. <laughs> wow. She's short. She's but, what, some V cuts and shit. Was she yeah. trying to be a running back in the league? Or some she shit? didn't know where to go. Like, like, and so, but try to make her laugh and stuff like that. Then that's fine. But like, there's a difference. Be, but it, it comfort somebody like that in that type of time, bro. Yeah, all three of our supervisors showed up up there. Like the guys, two guys that blow me, and then everything else we all showed Wait, up there. The two guys that blow you? That's right. How do you think they got that position? <laughs> I'm the same thing. Like, god damn. Let me tell wifey to come listen to this shit. Yeah. She don't support nothing I do. <laughs> I but, thought women were supposed to be the right. Supporting you just contradicted yourself. <laughs> no, women support other women. Yeah, that's what you said. Women support. Oh. She supports the direct deposit. Like <laughs> when, it, when it hits, I support that. Yeah, when it automatic transfers. More. Yes, please. So, but no <laughs> more liquor. But Don't I think, if I do. but I think you're fine I though. Do. Is it's that comfort zone that you have with your employees or with your friends? But as long as you're not picking on the same person, I guess. Like, if it's always the one person, unless they like that intention, I guess. Thank you. Like, we had people that would like to be made fun of, so they felt part of the group. Mm, yeah, you always mm. got those weirdos. Like, I had a, like, a guy that was like six years old, worked for me, and he'd always try to do a fist bump. So I just opened my hand like Pac-Man and grab it. <laughs> <laughs> Took two weeks, he finally stopped doing the fist bump. Hey, I used to, so my old job when I was like, the, I was a branch manager for the uh, rental car company. So we used to have these old drivers, and they used to always meet at my location. It's like eight of them. And they used to always bring breakfast, like donuts, like shit that they didn't have no business eating. Donuts, like platters from Kinda fucking. like me with tater tots. Just, just going ham. <laughs> and they used to always bring me shit. And they used to get mad at me because I wouldn't make coffee. I'm like, you old fuckers, I'm, I'm busy. The fuck? I'm not making y'all no coffee. Well, fuck you, you motherfucker. Like, and they get like so upset and like. They'll like cuss you out. Like, do they think this was the barbershop or something? I don't know. They all come in there, be loud as hell. Rawr, rawr, rawr. One of them be farting sometimes and shit. Like, oh shit, man, I farted. Nothing can the little little dookie hit my shit. Oh god damn it! Like, oh, they be loud as hell. What the fuck? And they be like, oh, they go, they go, oh, they go, Luther. They be like, oh, they go, Nate and his grand grand grandfather, uh, his grandfathers. <laughs> like, hey, old man, need you. And I used to get so, and my guy Bash. I love him to death. I hope he's still alive. It's been a while, so I don't know if he's still. I don't know because Bash didn't have the best help, but he had like the cigarette voice, like "Hey, motherfucker!" So his favorite thing was to read between the lines. He'd put up three. <laughs> he used to tell you all the time, "Read between the lines, you piece of shit." But he was the sweetest guy. Like I could just be like, "Bash, I need you to run this car over here, pronto." All right, goddamn it! Well, can I drive like? To where I can get a ticket. I'm like, you drive as fast as you want. I'll get the police. I, don't worry about it. And he always get pulled over. Hey, uh, I drove the way you wanted me to drive, but I got pulled over. Then <laughs> a copy on the phone. Sir, this man was going 180 in a school zone. I'm like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you told me to go fast. Like, God damn, you old fucker. You just do what I say too good, motherfucker. But I miss them old motherfuckers, man. They used to get shitty when I used to send them off. Like, all right, who wants to go out of town? Oh, me, me. You're going to, like, Texas. What the fuck? I ain't going to no goddamn Texas. Are we going to be able to Why'd have you have to send them to Texas? Recover a car. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I can send them to go repo cars. 
Yeah, I remember that because when I worked at car dealerships, they would have the old people that go pick up the cars from all you the got auctions. Got to man, because yeah. they know what old people do is the best. Man, they're not getting no tickets. You could put a dealer plate, like an Indiana dealer plate, on their car, and they wouldn't get pulled over at all. Yeah, I'm not gonna get pulled over. Right. I don't know. I don't like old people. They were sweet to work with, and they kept me full. Like every time they came back on a run, they bring like me, bring me something back. Like I used to have like five meals a day. I'm like, guys, I don't need all this food. Well, you're the only one that's... We only like you. We don't like the other... Because we had like seven branch managers, so they had to go in between the branch managers. And every time they'll call me like, I miss you. What? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I miss you. Like, These guys treat me like shit. They treat me like, oh, man, but you let me go everywhere I want to go. I'm like, if you don't get the fuck off the phone, all right, you asshole. <laughs> they come back, you piece of fucking shit. I almost wrecked my motherfucking car. I'm like, I got customers right here. Oh, fuck them customers, man. I'm like, they're trying to the customers. Fuck them. Hey, how you doing, Sonny? Like, what the f- These guys are like, fucked up. The old school crew, I miss them. I just, I just, I mean, I work in cell phone technology and they just don't know how to use their phones. <laughs> they all have um, iPhones. <laughs> no, that's what I wish COVID was taking out so many more of them. Oh my God, mm. BJ. Th- think man. about the roads in the morning, right? Think about, you know, if you go to Hardy's. Think about Social Security. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, how much money we'd be able to have it. I mean, it's just, I mean, I only wanted like 30% of old people to be gone. Yeah, we didn't get anywhere near that. No, point. no. Then we can, the conspiracy theory was because that way we can use nothing but, uh, they're like, well, we're going to go to crypto and cash or paperless cash. I was like, have you met old people in Indiana? They get Not their, even. they get their money tomorrow on their third on their direct express card. Then they go to the ATM and pull the money off. Yeah. All of it off. My mom who gets a widow's pension for my dad will pull off all the money. And I was like, uh, Mom, why don't you just leave, like, put it in this account? She's like, I don't know. I'm, I don't like going to go in the bank. And I was, she was like, can I borrow 100 bucks?" And I was like, Mom, I'm in Detroit. I don't know how I'm going to get it to you. I was like, can I cash out? She's like, is that a store? <laughs> so I had to cash out my brother. Then that they had to withdraw the money out of their account and then go hand her cash. Mm. If it's not cash, it ain't real to my mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just like Henry Ford. <laughs> <laughs> he hated bankers he hated all that shit he, I've, I've read both of his books many multiple times at least five times each and there's it's it's all like you read it and you're like is this the past it sounds like it's the future like it's so he's such a like prolific mind like he's just such a w- amazingly smart person and then in one chapter <laughs> in my life and work it's it. He's talking about something. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and then the fucking Jews. There it is. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, buddy, whoa. whoa. That, he threw that, that right. He's been not, waiting for that one. That did not age well, Henry. <laughs> he looked right back. <laughs> the, and this is pre World War Two, so you know, like, <laughs> it's like, wow. And then beats wow. A good, and then beats a good Jew joke. Yeah. That's how you break up the monotony of work. <laughs> a good Jew joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you got? I'm like, yeah. It's just, no, I'm always like, yeah. It's probably because of the juice and just leave the room. Because <laughs> most people don't understand like, like what happened to the Jews and the Holocaust, and they're like, well, I don't get it. I'm just like, do you not understand to blame the Jews? They're like, okay, that lets you know what kind of people you work with. If they don't know about the Holocaust, well, these are all people like 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 years old. Like you still went through like history class, right? Are they? Did they just get rid of it? I think they might have gotten rid of did, it. Did the conservatives finally just get rid of that book? Like, ah. 
Get rid of all of it. That's what I say. Let's start over. <laughs> and the other one, the other like little corp that I try to try, I, I haven't got trouble for yet. It was like, eh, maybe Hitler wasn't wrong and just leave the room. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, it's like even Hitler had a good idea at first. You know, it's all about his execution. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good way to put it because it's a double entendre of the word execution. I just like to, but I like you to see just, how I like to see how far you can push it. Right? Wait till somebody like swings on you. I'm 42 years old and I've said so much <laughs> stupid shit. That's why I stay at home because I don't. Because you guys are comedians, That's another right? fun part of stand-up is like pushing the, like f- figuring out where, how far you can. Because you can say, you can say absolutely anything you want on stage. You just have to find the words in which to say it. Right. It's really amazing what you can get away with saying. Well, the first, like I remember, and I remember meeting this lady, it was at work or whatever, and uh, it was a customer, and, and she was like, uh, I kind of speak to the manager, and they came back at me. I was like, hey, I'm BJ. What can I do for you? She's like, your name's BJ. I was like, yeah. It's like, what can I do for you? And she's like, well, how did you get that name? I was like, I got it at birth. I was like, <laughs> my grandma, my grand, uh, I didn't have a name for two there weeks. There was the two dudes with the below me. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, and I was just like, you know, but the joke was, is like, you know, you know, that's what my dad said I should have been. Ha ha. And I would say, well, that's still better than the first thing he had picked out. What? Abortion? <laughs> Man, what the See? fuck? <laughs> I think it's hilarious. He's like, you you need to be stopped. Latrine. <laughs> BJ, you going to stop till we get our whole show canceled. I've been saying way worse shit even before this. Yeah, we got to watch what we say. We want white viewers. The what? Sorry, white people. We, we apologize. White people? No, we have all the white I'm seeing what white people are saying. In, in silence because they're afraid that they're going to get canceled. I have no, I have nothing to lose. <laughs> I I own everything here. They can't take this away from me. That's true. Yeah, you can't take away no listeners. No, no. I'll keep talking <laughs> even with no, even with my one download. That's yeah. my me listening to the show. That's like my that's my that's my stage persona that I'm working on. Is I've already been canceled and I don't have anything to lose. We so had shirts made. Shit. We had our own store for a while where we sold shirts or whatever. One of the shirts was like, fuck cancel culture that we sold. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, how are you offended at certain things? Yeah, I don't understand cancel culture at all. I got canceled for saying white women got fat asses because they got sundresses on. You should have seen my... You seen I saw the black. comments. Oh my God, they fucking... <laughs> well, go to that white bitch then. I'm like, I just said she just looked... They looking a little thicker than y'all Here, right now. Here's where the problem. Here's where I think. But I saw that, and I just <laughs> said to AP, "It's like it's almost sundress season." And then he posted, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is why I don't post things on Facebook." <laughs> I was just like, "It was just like, one of my homies was like, they 'They gonna come for you.'" I said, "Well, let them come. Hey, they gonna they gonna come for you." I'm like, "Well, let them come." And then That's they great. really came. Like I got off my phone for like an hour. I looked up. I had like 15, 20 posts of females. Like one of my homegirls is like, we don't care, and I was like, see, Mika, that's flat ass energy right there. <laughs> see, that was like the only one I won. I, I had like I was rebuttaling with some funny ass posts back, and nobody was rocking with me. But, but I think he's anti women, and he, I'm just anti stupid. Like I say stu- stupid things, but he's anti women. Nate is. I will never disrespect black booty again. See, <laughs> he's afraid of getting canceled, not because of comedy, I don't give a because fuck. of I got canceled because I said. 
one white girl is a fat ass in a sundress. Like, hey, like I said, all white girls that got fat ass. That was not what you said. What do you say? I want to say exactly what I said. Are you reading my shit right now? No, I'm not reading it. I know what you, you said. What did you say? <laughs> give you that same black energy, huh? No, I just didn't want you to be oh, able God. to I'm, I'm like counteract. Down. They got unfriended by like 10 people. It was just, ugh. I said, uh, no, you. I said, white girls win the sundress season so far. Y'all sisters slacking. Oh, man. They that got you in trouble? They got me fucked. No, up. wait, wait, wait. This white guy in trouble. Just because <laughs> just it's Nate. Like, Nate Nate gets in trouble just for saying, hey, good morning, everybody. And it's like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> it just goes in. Hey, man, fuck you. Like, Nate's the only person I've seen is like, they can't decipher what he's being like. Fuck with people and just be like, hey, I, man. I mean, I, like, I, I put on there, thank God for having me on the wake-up list. Oh, yeah. uh, you going to put God on this? I'm like, oh, I'm happy to be alive, motherfucking damn. Like, That's because you talk so much shit. He does talk a lot to of who? shit. I don't talk shit to nobody. You talk so much shit. You definitely do in person and on Facebook or whatever. Man, so I'll people be, are already be, ready to I'll come be posting memes and shit. You're like, come on. That's why. I put one post, black women with pretty eyes. Be having the nappiest hair. Didn't nobody get on here and say, "Oh, well, fuck you, motherfucker." They start laughing. I'm like, "Y'all gonna laugh at that shit?" But uh, the moment I say, and I got like, and it's it'd be different. I had like pictures of white women all on my Facebook. Like, yeah, it don't matter. It was none. You now you know, like, first of all, black people, black women, black women are, are super canceled. super sensitive. Like, you literally compare. We're all sensitive. Black black girls as to white girls as and you first of all you already know how black girls feel about their ass number one how do they feel I, we don't know how, how they feel because now they're st- i feel like they're a little how do subconscious they I, don't have, getting, I don't have one i know how yeah. the ass to leg ratio don't add up nowadays you feel me i remember, That's a whole I remember when the ankle would be as thick as the thighs back in the day you know what i'm saying what like, who 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 is whose ankles are these i don't know it used to be some ostrich ass ass ankles ass my fucking it'd be some beast war built ass but why are they, all right why are why are they sensitive though it's just like because because sensitive. black men hype up black girls' ass so much, like they make ass like a point of acknowledgement. Like you see a girl's ass before you see her face. Like Nate goes after ass, like it's crazy. So therefore, mm-hmm. you you put ass on a pedestal. Black men put ass on a pedestal, and mm-hmm. Nate is one of them. No, I don't. And so therefore, put, and then I had, and that was post. only a counteract to my to what I had already said about sundresses. First of all, first of all, woman, I didn't say that. Wow, <laughs> that's what I'm going. That's my inner BJ. <laughs> I go. I look at teeth. I like teeth. That's where I start. Yeah, teeth are good. Ask for Nate. Ass, no. I like it all. It just depends I'm on. For, I'm going for the Adam's apple. Make sure you a real bitch. I do this. <laughs> I, you I like do. the girl with the nice Adam's apple? I do, I do this right here. True story. Um, one of the, try to tell fast, one of the guys that I worked with before I was 21 Uh-oh. at a warehouse, he would tell us he was a Vietnam veteran and he was a huge alcoholic right away. You know, loved him, right? Because that's when I, I was drinking <laughs> during that time, huge right? Alcoholic, He's like, you ever been to Tijuana? I was like, no. I was like, no. It's like me. He goes, when you go down there, he's like, first thing you do is like these these women, well, they're men, but you can't really tell when you've been drinking. He's like, you know how you do it? And I was like, grab their dick. 
He's like, no, no, you can't, you can't do that because it was a lady or whatever. He goes, you just go like this. He's like, you just rub their face, look for the stubble <laughs> under the makeup. Uh, but no, that's not. No, I watched a TikTok that's how, that's, video. That's how he did it. This was during the seventies, though. <laughs> and then no, women were hairier back then. And then he said one time that he was getting head from a prostitute. She tried to rob him in the Tijuana hotel. He grabbed this. His revolver stuck it to her head till she finished and walked her out the hotel. Nice. And I was like, man, I have not lived at all. Yeah, that's. Uh... I was like, we we got a couple movies. Hold from on till Redbox. she finished. Yeah, he made her finish with a gun to her head. Finish him. Yeah, finish Wait. him. I, yeah. I got to add some stories. To that's my... Tijuana. I have a lot of stories. I don't have that one. I mean, that's not like it's new pal. I mean, it's Tijuana. <laughs> I feel like you could do that in Indiana. Yeah. Well, it depends. Probably in the. Uh, there probably some. Oh. There's a TikTok, virtual reality TikTok, where you can play Russian roulette now with your friends. Oh, okay. Saw that last night, and I was like, so he's like, this is a fun game to play with your friends. It's Russian roulette. You just do this, and it's virtual reality. Hope I don't die. Click. And I'm like, I was like, this can't be real. So I read, yeah, it's real. It's kind of fun. <laughs> I mean. So I sent to my friends, like, hey, can we play this? So I just couldn't imagine. So, but anyways, but do you think Nate is a, a, a sexist at all? No. I didn't ask you. Nate ain't no goddamn sex. I'm Why are you talking yourself in the third person? Because I'm The Rock. The Rock says, know your role. Nate says. shut your goddamn well, mouth. White booty's better. Nate no, said. No, I said that the sundress looked kind of strapped, and it caught, it caught my eye. I was I was like, That was damn. not what you said. Was you on the south side? I was in Carmel. I was. Mm, that makes sense. The they have money, that, looked, they have the money to get those... You know those things they pull up to add some, yeah. You know the ass look good when I I, I put in my any, the inner mini me. I was in there like. <laughs> some some white girls have great butts. No, some do. Some some the some. I would a, say the ratio is less. Very very slim. To I I feel like that. It's you know it's getting better. It's I like even and out. I there the are Kardashians. a lot. There are a lot of They're white Armanians. girls with They're not nice white. Ass. I know, but they had the perception of. You know the big butts, whatever. But now, if you watch TikTok, it's every white girl doing squats constantly. That's all it is. Like I live for the gym. It's just squats. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to get the nice booty. I know, and that's all it's all about. I just want to be able to slap that ass, and if it moves on its own, after I slap it, after a couple of seconds, couple that's seconds. like you know, back remember back in the day, you could slap ass and just move and ride wave in, wave the fuck in, like damn near like cable, like <laughs> like you just. Okay. Nowadays, like you ever smack a fake booty? No, that shit don't go nowhere. It's <laughs> like smacking a. a booty? Ever, no. I've never smacked no. a fake booty. You never smacked a fake ass. Do you have one no. that could come on the show and we could reference it? I can. Her oh. name is uh, <laughs> fuck this shit. Her name is uh, her, <laughs> her porn name is Kamala Simone. She had ass shots. Her shit's soft though, so you can like squeeze it. And it's still soft, but you can just tell like, oh yeah, bitch, that ain't your real ass. You got you had the shots. Her ass is retarded though. You smack that motherfucker, it's going all over the place. Hmm. But it's fake. Yeah, see, that's where the one of the jokes I have is like I see see women with beautiful butt and I'm like, I don't have enough for you. Like it just like the butt's too big. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't how. think that's true. Once you just get hit, once you hit the You cat. just said you're holding on to the head of your dick and <laughs> the girl is able to still run. Yeah, the so that yeah. visual, like you got enough. Yeah, it sounds like you got six. Yeah, or but more. it's kind of like it, it's just, it's just. It's don't just, say yourself. Don't settle yourself. Short, no, we're not but. starting this again because AP fucking started this, <laughs> and I'm not dealing with this shit again. I, I wasn't here. 
there was a video I said AP or whatever of something inappropriate, and then he saw my dick, and he was just, and so I was like, oh man, my bad, that's the wrong video. He's like, hey man, you got a dick <laughs> on you, and I was like, oh. I was like, I thought we were going to let it go. I thought we were going to let it go. You accidentally sent somebody a dick pic? No, no, no. It was a video. Oh, you I'll sent him a dick video? I'll porn. Say, I'll, I'll so expl- it was porn. Yeah, I'll explain it off air. But anyways. <laughs> anyways, but he kept as a running gag on the show with guests that were keep coming on. And he was just like, hey, he's got a dick on. I was like, dude, just, just stop. Because I didn't. I, I was the only thing I got like, real self-conscious about. Because like, like, you never know if you meet somebody and you don't want to let them down. Mm. Kind of like Nate in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> meet him in real life. Like, oh. Mm. <laughs> the Nate talk shit show. Yeah. All right, then. Fresh and clean podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's been a good one. Uh, no. What, uh, what you is... gotta take it. You already don't talked about all the black girls. Man, fuck them hoes. You look. We... <laughs> 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 nah, I love my black queens, man. I love them to death. You can play that. I love my black queens. I love them to death. I love them right or wrong. I can call them hoes at some time. But you think they would get that you're a comedian and like you? They like don't the... give a fuck, bro. That's a fucked up part. It's like you can look on my page and be like, "God, this guy does comedy." But people really take what I say out of proportion all the fucking people time. And I understand. Media I would. Seriously. I would say that we. Well, let me see. Let me know what you're gonna post, and I post it on mine. But I'm not gonna talk about black women's hair on mine. If if we move it past like the same stuff about black people, I don't want to do that. I I mm, I just feel like black. It's like why can you talk about everybody else, but you can't talk about black people? Like I feel like black people are so super sensitive. I talk about black people all the time, and that's why Nate calls me racist. Because you are. Just I'm I think ra- all, I just it all needs to end. I don't. I'm racist towards everybody. Like I I'm, find flaws in everything that's funny to me. I'm not saying you racist. I mean, you just talk a lot of shit about black people. Oh, and, and it don't be funny. Like it got to be funny. It's got to be funny. Oh, like, but, it's like it's like racist until it's like funny. And then once it's funny, it's like all right, he's not being racist. He's Everybody just, else laughs, but Nate. It's funny. Nate's the only one that doesn't laugh. I laugh. No, the uh, when it's funny. Oh. <laughs> always see. That's what Nate always does. Is he gets real sensitive and he, he tells me I'm not funny. I don't play good music and I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> He treats me like a, a girlfriend at times. Oh, my God. You're about to start me. crying. No, I'm not. Uh, it's because he's a Virgo, and he's a Virgo male, so he's I sensitive. I don't need you jumping in and <laughs> fucking giving off no zeal, uh, Zodiac It don't matter. That's because he's, he's super sensitive. Uh, I've been drinking, so everybody's getting called some derogatory shit right now. <laughs> but I did go, but I did, I did go full white white people, though. Like I'm, when, when he was DJing, goddammit, he's playing everything from at a fucking... White bar. I don't know what the fuck was brothers. Like we was at brothers. I mean, I don't even know what brothers is. It's a uh, white bar. <laughs> he was reading the room. You're, was the, what? you're the only one. You're the, <laughs> you're the only one that complained. I always complain, bro. You know I don't give a fuck. But I like when Nate, but like they complains though because they're like, you know what? Fuck this. I want to make it better. Because at first we were doing one thing and I was like, yeah, this is not working. I was getting pissed off about it because it was just like because we were playing. um Kind of like, uh, what what is it? Spotify or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like, someone would come up and it'd be like a fucking R and B song. I was like, this is not the vibe I want. Someone yeah, to you, oh, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> and then just, all white people they gonna think like, oh, are we about to make love or some shit. Like, you know how? Yeah, I'm gonna play. But the good thing though, I do like I love about the mic is the fact that like a lot of white people are there. I didn't think I had like a lot of white comedian friends, and it's kind of it's kind of discouraging not having all your black friends that you started comedy and. 
you know, made a way for them there. But you understand, as a comedian, people got lives. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care if you don't come, but you're going to have to come one time. Don't come when I'm like, hey, I got a feature spot. You want to come? No, I'm not. I'm not offering. I'm not giving them. Yeah, why like aren't that. any of your black friends coming? Is it because all your white friends are coming? I don't know. <laughs> I was. I don't know. They came. A lot of them came like the first week, though. They came late. I mean, you saw a lot of excited white comedians that thought they were going to be able to send friend requests to a bunch of black comedians. Like it was like <laughs> it was. I was excited. I was too, and then I looked up. And I'm like, oh, okay, the same. I don't have came. enough black friends. I need more. You thought I need more? I do. Well, you got the money. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it don't take much. <laughs> it don't take much. Seven money. I got to do is like this. Now, yeah, you know what? A nigga will come proof. climbing. Or Look at this. Oh, shit. She's strapped. He said proof. You've been over there scrolling for a long time. <laughs> tell us about this. Well, you can tell. Look, his hair looks fresh. And Give me this. You can tell like Springer just sprung the <laughs> pussy loose. When was this? 86. <laughs> I said 86. It's, uh, 20 something. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at the date. Yeah. Who is this random girl? She's cute, by the way, man. Name's Anna. Anna? Okay. Are y'all still friends? No. You still tapping at? No. Y'all had sex? Y'all had sex? Yeah, we we did have sex once at least. Just once? <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm sure you beat that thing up a couple times. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't die. I'm Mr. Pussy, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Look at you. Proud of you. <laughs> Look how I knew that. chocolate. I like how Nate's motivational women. talks. He goes from like hating everybody like, I know you beat that up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like, you know. So it curse. When, 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 when BJ showed me the picture of his wife, I'm like, BJ, now you need to put this picture away because now I'm about to start. I mean, I'm st- like, yeah. 2016. 2016? Okay, not that long ago. Six it's years. Six years? You miss it? No. Okay, that's that's a perfect <laughs> black type of explanation. We would have straight said, hell no. And we get in the car. Man, I miss that pussy! <laughs> no, the girl I'm dating now is the shit. I'm the one chick that... Uh, yeah, Brittany. Brittany, yeah, she's cool. She's, she's awesome. super cool. She's very, she's like, she's very supportive too. She's super supportive. She comes to way too much stuff, like to the point where I feel bad. <laughs> and she's like, That's you didn't kinda... ask me to come. And she's mad that I didn't ask her to come. I'm like, yeah, but I feel bad. Okay. Ivory, are you seeing this? Are you seeing, are you seeing this? Like that's sometimes girl. how I feel too, because it's like, it's not my best shit. Like you haven't came to like any of my like good show shows. You haven't came to any of them. You I, know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you've come to a lot of open mic bullshit. So I have oh, to take it to some stuff. good shit. Yeah, it's the worst shit. But you've oh, come to well, all of if it. I no, I don't, if I'm not I can't even talking love about you this. at your worst. No, I'm not talking about <laughs> So I, I, I would love it if she could just drop in and see me do my open mic set. Because I have a lot of fun. She helps write jokes. Like She'll chime in on them. So it's fun to watch her work on them. It's her having to watch the other stuff that happens at an open mic. Yeah. That, that, it's I, weird it hurts my shit. soul for her because it hurts my soul for me. <laughs> yeah, know? definitely. Like You want to talk about the work that goes into comedy? It's the sitting through the, all the other garbage. That's the worst shit ever, man. That's the worst ever, that goes man. into comedy. Like, that's the hardest thing. And then you got to be respectful. Like, I could see, like, when I first started doing comedy, why I wasn't getting booked. Because I was just, after my set, I'm out of there. And I make it you a can't big do that. deal. But I used to make it a big deal. Like, all right, y'all niggas, peace. I leave like a motherfucker. I wouldn't give a fuck. And I remember Brent turned him put me to the side. I was like, man, stick around, man. I'm like, for what? I can't sit through that shit. He's like, dude, just start sticking around, bro. Like, seriously, bro. It can really help you. Like, all right. And I started sticking around. Like, Brent's a good dude. Yeah, he's a super good dude. Mm-hmm. But uh, he just, uh, 
I, that's one thing about Brent, though, not to switch the topic, but he's one guy that I've never seen him do any urban rooms at all. Really? Ever. Ever. I've invited him. Like, I've, like, tried to pay him, like, way over the price that you pay an Indianapolis comedian. I haven't either. I wonder before, why. before the fucking <clears throat> social media. I don't know that he has a lot of material that would translate to an urban room. But he has a lot of one-liners that would hit. I mean, he's got that sarcastic humor. If you're confident about your jokes, you can win anywhere. You're right. That's why I was like, yeah, it's all I, about how you air him out. That's how, yeah, that's why, like, I got a lot of respect for like David. Like, this motherfucker was just doing a show at the na- at the old National Building. Mm-hmm. I think he opened up for one of the comedians, like a white comedian out there. But like, now his white following has grown to a, a proportion to he's where, like, he's one of my favorite local comics. Yeah, he's he's and he's grown. He's oh, so, so much. much, like so much. Yeah. like the house arrest was the one thing. Like being on, ho- it's like look at this nigga. Now it's like look at this guy. You know what I mean? Because it's like now he's like translated to where like you will always think of him. Like it used to be like all right, I know a lot of black comedians. I know a couple of black comedians that could do white comedy, but now it's like oh David. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't even exist no more. White comedian. They're like yeah, oh, Nate, you're yeah. all right. I think the first time I saw him was two thousand two thousand eighteen at Kettletop, and he was and then he um, did the what was it, fifteen minutes at the end of the open mic or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was back in twenty eighteen, and like that's a white room, and he was like he did very well there. Yeah, he's he does a great job, better. and I know yeah, he's, he's so much better. better now too. Yeah, because he, he's he's practicing a craft on a daily basis. He has this notebook in his hand. Mm-hmm. He's constantly writing new jokes. He hangs out with comedians that work. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of our comedians, like urban comedians, we hang out with each other, but a lot of us ain't working comedians. We just, if the city, somebody books us in the city, then we're going for that. We're not going off of, oh, let's just hop in our car and go look for work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the perception. That's the misconception with black com- comedians and white comedians. Like, yeah, I like hanging out with white comedians because I know I can do shows, places I know I'll probably never find. And I'm going to win these white people over because not only because I'm funny, because I can be white funny too. Now, do I need to write more jokes directed towards white folks? Yes, because my shit is hella urban. But that's just a testament of me. I don't like using old jokes. Like, I can go back. I've been doing comedy for a minute. I can go back and use the old shit. And the old shit is all hits. I think you do a really good job of, and we could all do a better job of it, but I think you do a particularly good job of shifting the attitude behind the joke. Mm-hmm. In order to make it work in front of white people versus black people, I've watched you do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got so to. So you'll say it harder. Yeah, I'll like drop it, a it harder, a little rougher at urban. Yeah, but you'll pull it back and lighten it up and smooth it out for white people. But it'll be the same joke. Yeah, it'll be the same shit. But it's just like how you got to work. Because I remember, like, I used to always get nervous when David say nigga a lot at a white room. I'm like, bro, I used to lose the crowd. Like one time, nigga, they like, uh, really, uh, like they hate that shit, bro. Like, it's in the way he says it, though. He says it softly. As nah, a, he's like, and he's and he drops a hard R. Yeah, he's but like, look at him. He looks nigger. like a white kid. But I, but it's like you look at me. You you're like, don't. No, no, you don't. You don't. And like then when kid. I drop it, it's like ah, uh, because you oh, look like a, somebody that would take my car. Yeah, because I got braids. No, because you're a big man. Like you could take whatever you want from some people. God damn, if I got lose weight. David's you got to lose weight. No, 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 I you didn't say anything. to the back. I didn't say anything about your hair or your belly. I said you're a big man. I didn't you say anything look, about your weight. You look way harder than David. Yeah. Like, I would call you first to go scare white people with me. <laughs> I'm not calling David to scare white people. I might call you to scare white You're people. Like, I need Nate. <laughs> no, I'm only you know what was crazy? I like, we, did, Donnell, we, did a show, we did a show. We did a show. We did this one show. Uh, I always tell this joke, man, but 
it's like the first time Dwight ever brought me on the road. I used to always get on Dwight's head, like, bro, you will never bring me on the road with you, ever. I love He brought me on the road one time, and I murdered that room. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to bring you again. I'm like, you ain't going to bring me no more. It's like, <laughs> uh, I probably ain't. I'm like, ah, I knew it. But, like, I, he, he, we got booked on the same show, and Trent got booked on it, too. Trent Mayberry. <clears throat> Dwight was headlining. I was featuring. Trent was the, the special guest. Trent did his time, got off the stage. I did my time. Then the promoter came up to me was like, hey, I got y'all money. I'm like, bet. So I go over there, talk to him. He gives me 100 bucks. I'm like, all right. Um, he's like, all right, they're going to have to split that. I'm like, oh, I asked for 125 and I was being nice. We drove. This, we're in Michigan. Uh, <laughs> I'm not splitting no $100 with three motherfuckers. We got a problem. So Dwight's on stage. I walk up, and I'm like, Dwight's like, I'm like, Dwight like, oh, hey, y'all, that's my time. I'm Dwight Simmons. I'm like, oh, shit. So the dude's like, I tell Dwight, like, hey, man, dude ain't got our money, bro. He's like, oh, I'm going to handle this. I'm like, all right, bro, handle it because I'm about to slap shit out this dude. <laughs> like, I'm serious. So Dwight's like, talk to him, talk to him. And the more he's talked to him, the more I'm like, this nigga, we ain't going to get paid. So after they finish talking, I'm like, so what would you come up with? He's like, well, Dwight just said he's going to split the money with these him and what's the name you just get 20 out the thing I'm like nah that's not how we gonna do this fuck that shit first of all why am I taking the lease so that's how we gonna do we gonna split this shit three ways you are gonna pay Dwight what he asked you gonna pay me what I asked and you gonna pay Trent what he asked if you don't pay us I'm gonna blast your ass all on the Indiana Comedy Group and all over so nobody ever comes to this fucking place and I said it and I looked at him crazy too like don't let me get in this motherfucker. I'm like, fuck what Dwight said. I don't give a fuck what the fuck he said. This is what I said. Man, literally, the next day, Trent got paid. A week later, Dwight got paid. I say, you pay those guys first, pay me last. I just want to make sure they got their money. Because I ain't tripping. I'm going to get my money from you, bro. <laughs> I know where your mama stay. And I knew where his mom stayed. I'm like, I'm for real deal. I know where his mom I'm like, I know where your mama stay. So you don't pay me, bro. I pay a visit to mom, dude. She don't ain't shit to me. So he pays me like I was trying to go to somebody's mama house. Nigga, sometimes you just got to threat. You got to know how to sometimes threaten the right people. Mama lips. But he paid us all. And Trent was like, Nate, man. Oh, my God. Anytime you do a show, bro, I'm with you, bro. I want to. <laughs> this is this, this what you got to do to get paid. I'm like, nah, ain't nobody ever going to fuck me over Trent, on no I money, though. Him. I hope he's doing good out in New York. Oh, I'm sure he is. He's doing a great job, man. Shout out to Trent Mayberry. Very funny. He won yeah. Indianapolis Funniest Comedian, too. He did. He's he's really he, I remember when I used to always do shows, he used to always like open up for me. And I could just tell his material was getting better because he was so nonchalant. But then when he added like the cockiness to his nonchalant, that's when it like took yeah, off. It took yeah, off. Yeah, I love that. It's like yeah. cocky and it, and for for no good reason it is. Yeah, you it's know just what I mean? good. Like everybody found they calling. And I feel like how everybody found they calling like at the right time. Like yeah. it took a little bit, but they all found they calling like uh, who else I can name? Um, like Alex, I've never really watched Alex a lot. Alex always had that big guy personality, so mm-hmm. I can always assume that. And he had like his own rooms, so I always knew that he was cool. But uh, what's my guy name? Man, always gets high every day with the long hair. Nate. Pat. Pat. Pat Murray. Pat. I couldn't watch his shit. I'd just be like, God damn, bro, I can't watch this shit. Oh, was that bad? It was horrible. He, I tell it to him. But now his shit is like thorough. Like 
you you yeah, can't no, watch his funny. shit and not laugh throughout the whole time. Yeah, he's very, very, very He's very, funny. very funny. Yeah. But it's crazy how everybody, how these guys used to come to these Mortys every week and bomb. Like, Dion, Dion Curry used to talk about him so bad. I'm like, Dion, they don't get good. Like, well, if they stick with it, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, no, some people don't get good. No, at all. <laughs> I don't want to name any names, but there's oh, some man, people. I'm pretty sure I probably was in that conversation. Quit. <laughs> you said people need to quit. <laughs> there's some people that need to quit. There's some people that need to stop. There's definitely some people. And but at watch. the same time, man, you know, everybody takes their time. Like it took me forever to get to the point where, you know, I was starting to get like paid. But like I never What's always forever? Took it. How long before you got paid? Like at least five years. But oh, I never geez. took it serious though. Like, I would do one show and then not do a show for a whole year. Okay. Well, no, that's, they shouldn't say five years then. I've been, I have been actively pursuing comedy like it was my second job for four and a half years. Okay. So I didn't really start taking comedy seriously until 2014. Okay. Like, 2014 is when I, like, was getting booked, getting paid, mm-hmm. going out of town, doing shows. I started going to Chicago. Chicago put, made me funny. Nice. When I went to Chicago, did the whole run out there with all urban comedians. I'm talking about like all urban rooms. Like <laughs> Do you all get up there very rooms. often? Yeah, I go there. Like I haven't been there lately, but like I like from 2014 all the way to like 2017, I was going. It's either me doing shows in Chicago or doing shows in the city, but I never used to do any white shows in Chicago. I just do the urban rooms because I, I just want I want to challenge myself. I was mm-hmm. low, low key scared. I was literally scared to do comedy in front of like black people in Chicago because they just intimidated me to the point where I didn't feel like comfortable. Oh. But when like when I finally conquered that shit, like it was like a burden of it was like a I wanna a come big do chest. that. That sounds so amazing. Cause it's like they like when they they boo I've been booed out there. Like That's what I was saying earlier. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like so. a it's a yeah. oh, it's a different feeling. It's amazing, man. It's a it's a fuck it's a it's a fuck it's crazy because like Chicago was the room well place I I used to always avoid. Like my my cousins used to be like, I'm featuring at uh jokes and notes, man. I'm gonna be at the comedy bar. I'm like, man, I'm not doing none of them shows. I'm like, why? I'm like, bro, I just can't. It's like the comedy bars, white people, you'll be all right. And I did good, but I'm like, man. Oh, I got I a just story about the comedy the bar. Fuck. So I was just into comedy and I was going to watch comedy all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my ex girlfriend, we were up in Chicago for my birthday. She took me out. It was great. What do you want to do? Comedy show, of course. We went to the comedy uh, comedy bar, and it was one of the worst shows I've ever watched, ever, even to this day. And I wrote on my hand, this is fucking horrible to show, because I didn't want to be rude. And I showed it to my girlfriend, and the guy on stage says, what are you taking, notes? And he reaches down and grabs my hand and reads what I had written on my hand. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd have been like, no yeah, fucking it was. It was. Shit, it's my birthday. <laughs> and y'all suck. It was so <laughs> All of y'all, you too, motherfucker. Y'all, don't, don't, you ain't weeded out this. horrible, dude. Man, horrible. I, I did the comedy bar. Like, that's the first place I featured at. The comedy bar. It's the same, yeah. Comedy first bar. place. Really? $125 a show. We did six shows. That's awesome. Awesome. That's the first time I've been, like, paid at a comedy club. Because I used to do shows with my cousin all the time, Nate. My cousin, Nate Jackson. So he he headlines all over. So he take me as his feature in the Midwest. I'm doing all these fucking places, and we would do a two man show. So I'm like doing material. I'm doing like, I didn't have forty fucking minutes at the time when I'm doing shows with him, but but I made it work. And he's to the point where he's like, bro, you're learning on the fly, but bro, just work on this shit, this shit, this shit, and just keep using it. I guarantee you're gonna have your fresh ass twenty. Nobody gonna be able to fuck with. And that was my 20 for a long time. Like, I didn't write no new jokes. Like, I'm using this 20 till I die. Yeah, you'll find. So, I give, 
I, I struggle with that personally. I'm sure you do too. Is where you get tired of hearing yourself. Yeah, I, I no, I can't keep using them same. Tell joke. the same fucking no, jokes. I hate all. that. I get so sick. Not of it. at all. But there is a place. I think that's where I am in my comedy career. Is where I really need to focus on the same thirty. You know, the same 25, 30, 20, 35, right in that range. I feel you on that. Focus on it and really dial that in. Because I get tired of hearing it, but I go to this room there, they've never heard it. they never heard it. And, and I go gonna, to that room there, work and they never you. heard it. See, for me, it's like, I got, I have I have 60 minutes of, of funniness. Yeah. I can get on, I did 45 at Don's, and Don was like, dude, I didn't even know you had that much fucking material. I'm like, dude. You pay me, you get a whole different show. Some mm-hmm. open mic shit, I'm working on some shit that I ain't, I ain't even written just to see if it even fucking works. But what I'm telling you is, man, the key is is that, man, like for me, I need to stay with new material because I've always seen like comedians like BT, they do new material every fucking open mic and they get better. Like well, yeah, the first time, it, yeah. it, it, it'll be like some bullshit. But the next time he's performing that shit again, it's more polished. It sounds yep. better. It comes out more crisp. So I'm like, all right, if a guy like that can write some shit just on the fly, then a guy like me should definitely be able to do that. And that's why I said that changed from 2014 until when I first started. Because when I first started, dog, I, I couldn't stick. I, I hated comedy. Like I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be funny. And I was funny around my friends. But that's probably it. I, I could. Come on. I wasn't up there telling the run on. Well, there's a huge diff. Well, that's so that kid. That that's what he told us when we were talking to him. He's like, my friends say I'm funny. Mm-hmm. So I'm, and we we're like, oh god, this is gonna be good, right? Like, because there's a big difference between fun, being funny around your friends and being funny in front of a crowd of people. In fact, a lot of very successful stand-up comics are not funny people. No, not at all. It's a completely different thing. Not at all. Yeah. And and uh, and it's a great thing because you see, like my thing is I love seeing people grow. And, like, I like seeing, like, how we started off as, like, you know, not too funny, and then you just stay consistent with it, and you grow and get funnier. Like, mm-hmm. that's the shit I love seeing. Like, the people that I came up with being hella funny. Like, the people I came up with, right, like, when I first started, like, all the motherfuckers don't live in the city no more. They're actually really pursuing it, and they're doing shows, but they're not doing, like, a lot of, like, book rooms, a lot of comedy clubs. They're just, like, trying to get into this. Like, I started mm-hmm. when, well... Who was just here? Tim McLaughlin was just here. Now, he's been doing comedy way before me, but I remember when he was whew, he was fishing. And I used to be like, God, how do these guys keep getting these fucking rooms? And then when they do like an actual show show, they'd be a lot different. And they'd be like, okay, well, why you don't use that shit to open mics? So it was like, well, why would I use shit that's already polished? And then that's when I was like, man, I don't know shit about comedy. Yeah. Let me take my ass to the drawing board and really write some shit. And that's when it started making sense. That's awesome. Because it was like I could be funny and I was just being funny, but I wasn't, it wasn't shit that I could really work on and put together. Well, you, you can, um, you get to a point where you can tell when somebody is funny, but they're working on stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can tell you're funny and you're just up there, whatever. I'll be in there fucking you're working around. Like, I'm working fucking around. Around. like when I'm doing, when I'm doing Thursdays, I'm supposed to be working on material, mm-hmm. but I'm like, Damn, all right, this guy needs a drink. This motherfucker needs a drink. Like, I'm trying to make money in that motherfucker, too. So yeah. it's like, uh, it gets to, but I got to remember, I have this room here specifically to grow in comedy. Uh-huh. Just like when I was doing Funny Mondays. Like, Funny Mondays helped. I love Funny Mondays. Funny Mondays sure. helped me get to a point in hosting the world. What where is I could Funny Mondays? Anyway. Funny Mondays used to be the open mic I used to host. It used to be me, Aisha Brown, 
Ted Hardy and Mike Treves. Uh, I used to host the open mic, and then Mike Treves would host the book show. And it'd just be the longest goddamn mic ever. Yeah, it was too long. It was too long. So, mm-hmm. like, when, I, when Aisha left, because they got into it, you know how black people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we just We just quit. So when Aisha left, like, it was part, pretty much more on me. So I just started booking, like, people that I used to come to the show. Like, all right, they've never been featured. Let me start booking these people. And I could just tell, like, kind of a dip in, in it. But at the same time, it gave people more of an opportunity so more people start coming. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when we started switching locations, that's when it killed the vibe. Because mm-hmm. we used to be at the Michael Soul Food Kitchen. Oh, okay. And it used to be packed in there. Mm-hmm. We used to have a crowd. Yeah, it was great. It's a beautiful it be nice. location. A beautiful location, great food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in nice my mind. central location. Yeah, nice central location. Yeah. Not really a, a lot to park. But, like, now I'm thinking, like, all right, we just really need somewhere to eat. And mm-hmm. I know Crackers, like, a lot of people don't get on the show. She runs it all type of ways. Like, it's just retarded. You don't eat. Mm-hmm. The drinks is high. It's a two-drink minimum. Where can I do a comedy show to where comedians can have fun at the same time drink play eat yeah and be cool and so how do you feel how do you feel like the the mic is going how do you feel about the location i like the location because it has parking mm-hmm. i feel it's gonna i feel it can grow it's just not growing right now because it's still new a lot of people I don't mean, know it's about week it two. it was week two well, it's this gonna be week, week three, three, week three. Now. yeah um but it, it's gonna grow it's just i i know who my audience is my audience is more of a mixed crowd like i can get black people in there but mm-hmm. black people got to like the location first. You know how we are. Yeah. We're not just going to come because I'm funny. Nah, mm-hmm. it's more to it. And then, two, I've been doing comedy a long time in the city. Mm-hmm. So if you somebody that's been doing something in the city for a long time and nobody really knows you or they really know you, then they're mm-hmm. going to have one or two opinions. Either, oh, he ain't made it yet. Why is he still doing comedy in Indianapolis? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, he's funny, but I don't like the location because I had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. So I got to kind of bridge the gap to where it's a good place to watch me be funny and a good place to enjoy yourself, get some drinks, eat, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, the show's got to be good. It has to be good. And then there's got to be a reason for people to come. Right. So like, there's this big balancing act. So one of the reasons Crackers is a good room is, one, it's in a club. That's the number one reason. Mm-hmm. Two, they limit the number of people that go on stage. That's mm-hmm. That's important. Three, they limit the time for those people on stage. So if you mm-hmm. do get somebody bad, they're only up there three for to three five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, and they cut your ass the fuck off. Right now. Yeah, yeah I and think... then I don't care so much about the swear word. I understand it. I like it in a club setting. I like the not being able to say fuck. I really do. I think it makes you have to write more creatively and be, be a better writer. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, I, I, I ran that mic for a year. And what was nice about the no F word is when somebody said it, it, you, it gave you a chance to give somebody the opportunity to get on stage because somebody had gotten their mic cut. Mm-hmm. So now somebody that wasn't going to get on stage can get on can stage. Get on stage. So oh, stage. okay. Yeah. I mean, you did it a lot different because back when Brent Tarheen used to host it and and uh, what's your guy? I keep forgetting my guy's name, man. Super Dad. <laughs> Super Dad? Uh, you know what I'm talking Brian about. Brian ran it. Brian. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What's his last name? Schmidt? No, not Brian Schmidt. Uh, he's a vet in the game. Uh, Tony the, Foxworthy? Not Tony. No, no, no. Brad. Shout out to Tony Foxworthy, Brad. by the way. Yeah. yeah, Brad Scott. He ran it for a while. Or he, I, don't know, I don't think well, he used it. Or was it Riggler? 
No, not Riggler. Oh, Riggler pretty much runs it now. He's always there. Shout nah. out to Riggler. Yeah, shout out to Riggler. <laughs> Riggler, <laughs> he got me my first first feature spot up there. And then the bitch, want, the bitch didn't want to pay. So I had to go <laughs> mad nigga again. I know I ain't going to get booked up there again. But shit. No, you're definitely not. Ever. She's like, I liked you. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, lady, you ain't even pay me. You crazy. You'd be lucky if I ever come back to this bitch. And then you wanted to work there. What type of shit would you want? I was just like, she needed help. That you see a need, need feel a need. Yeah, the- I'm nurturing. You don't nurture crazy hat. <laughs> you crazy horse. <laughs> The uh, we're uh, we're right where we need to be at. Um, so it's time for the shameless plugs, as we always do. We'll start with uh, Nate. What do you have coming up this week besides thirteen thirteen? Um, by the way, I plugged it on the other shows I did. By the way, oh, I appreciate that. Right on, right on. I was like, hey, can I get my time to plug stuff? I actually have shit now. <laughs> <laughs> so I plugged my uh, real fast. Actually. Uh, Podcast comes out on every Monday. Um, Buck will be returning this week, I think, with special guest uh, Tenna McDonald. Shout out to Tenna. And then... Um, I'm there twerking on TikTok. And then that's the only two things I have going on. Uh, doing a weekend at the Funny Bone in Cincy. Hopefully they don't get canceled. Seems like they've been moving me around at that motherfucker, but doing the Funny Bone, feet hosting this weekend. Uh, also got some stuff like some one one shows lined up. Uh, my guy Nate Russ, he's leaving, going to India, going to Atlanta. So I'm doing, I'm hosting for his show on the 11th. I'm also doing a feature spot at Gutty's Comedy Club. Uh, shout out to the guys at Gutty's. Are they okay now? I don't know. Who knows? Okay. I just hope that they can make it to my week, and then after that, <laughs> no nah, man. Shout out to those guys at Gutties, man. They're doing a good job, man. Hopefully, God is able to bless them with what they need, which is a lot. But hey, where there's a will, there's a way, and God can make it. Um, also, shout out to the podcast, The Facts. We was able to finally meet up. We didn't have our show uh, due to um, straight up stupid. They had a show at the Jewel Center, which looked like it turned out great. Shout out to Ike and all those guys over there. I, was, up I just woke up when you called me yesterday. You called me, actually. No, you call, I texted you, then you called me. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I don't like texting, but yeah. You're like, you all sniffling. I was like, yeah. Was... I know, I thought I was scared to come today. <laughs> I just woke up because I was like, you called me, and I was like, bet, I'm going back to sleep. And I went back to sleep. We're going to have DJ BJ this week? Yes, sir. All right, we got a DJ. DJ, BJ. DJ BJ. Not, that's why I hate my name, because motherfuckers start saying that, and then <laughs> I hate that, because I love my name BJ. I love it, but when I used to DJ back in a long time ago, like weddings and other stuff like that, I never had a name. Like I just like I never felt like I was cool enough to ever have like a cool like DJ name, right? And then um, when I used to do um, go to gloves boxing out there at the state fairgrounds, like. The Dan who hosted it would always like it's BJ and the DJ and I was like I fucking hated it because no. fucking clubs you can't suck. say it like that though you gotta say like no 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 Nate didn't say anything wrong no 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 but it had it had flashbacks of like how they used to say it and then I just started having fucking flashbacks you gotta do it like the black strip club yeah do it do it do it like you ever went to a white strip club how they be like the DJ be behind he'd be like. 
All right, come to the stage. It's Strawberry. Tip your bar staff and your waitress, and she's going to bounce that ass for you guys. You go to a black club. Hey, you broke motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers getting lit. God damn it, we got DJ BJ on the ones and two. This nigga's going <laughs> to yeah. make it rain on all you hoes. You broke ass niggas better come out your fucking stimulus checks and make it rain on these bitches. You're the worst at impressions ever. <laughs> That's how they be sounding. But, no, but I, you got to announce DJ. The, uh, the, um. Uh, DJ B. Robbins. And then it's like, we're going to try to move me to the side. Because I was hiding. I was hiding behind the speaker <laughs> the rest of the whole night. He was hidden. Well, I don't, don't want to be part of the show. Because Joy for you know what you're saying. I know. Are you going to go in the corner? You're going to go like in the corner. Baby's going to go in the corner. That's right. You say baby's going to go in the corner? No one puts baby in the corner. Um, oh, also, we're going. Uh, so Thursday's a good day. We're going. We're going to be at 1313. And then after I get out of there, me and Luchi are going to opening night of Dr. Strange. Nice. Nice. I didn't pay for the whole family at last night because some motherfuckers fell asleep. And those are $18 tickets. God damn. Damn. So, so I bought me and him a ticket and then I took the money out of his account and put it back in mine. Damn, you ain't shit, father. He's he 18. He said he, he ain't learn. He got to learn today. <laughs> Springer, man, you got any, anything coming on? You yeah, still got I'm, your once a month, too? My once a month? What? Remember you had the taco show? Oh, no. The taco place closed due to God damn. staffing issues or whatever. That but it's was good. Yeah, it was fun. That's okay. We had two good shows there. <laughs> you had uh, a good run. We had a good run. No, I'm focused on... Uh, I don't want to run shows. I'll leave that to you. I don't want to run shows. I don't either. I'm then ready to give up, too. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, a no, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, of it's stressful, man. Especially when you don't have, like, help. Yeah. All you need is that the help helps out a lot. I've got... Uh, I'm at Helium this weekend. I'm opening up for Adam Carolla, which is going to be cool. I've always wanted to show him... A bottoms up beer dispenser. Nice. Like, for the last 14 years, I'm like, this guy will like this. And I finally get the opportunity to do that. That's what I'm most excited about. Um, and then I'm upstairs on Thursday. And forgive me, but I forget who I'm featuring for. But I'm upstairs on Thursday. You doing Alex's show? No, no, it's uh, somebody else. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I'm, out, I'm out the healing I'm all rotation. Weekend. I'm out that motherfucker. <laughs> What'd you do? I don't know what I did. Avery just don't like me no more. Get back in it. Are you doing the, do the uh, contest? Fuck that contest. I really <laughs> don't want to do well, it. No. <laughs> maybe because you say things like that on yeah. the podcast. Fuck that podcast. No. So I have to motivate Nate to do what he's supposed to do. What do you mean? Do the contest. Yes, why not? Yeah, fuck that contest. Man. No. Yeah, get on the same night the, as the, me so I can whoop your ass. I mean, it ain't going to happen, but okay. <laughs> now it's a challenge. Yeah. Duel at dawn. That's why I tell Colin, do you want to be the greatest rec room basketball player of all time? Or do you actually want to <laughs> yes. be a real basketball player? Ah, okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I need to get a black winner up there. The only one was Dion. Well, come on, man. No, I think they're working through it. They got uh, the black guy, then they got the lesbian. And they got the cripple. Hold on, who's the who's the lesbian that one? Trent. <laughs> Trent ain't no lesbian. <laughs> Come on, you see what I'm saying? I know. It's Trent does got you shout know, out to Billy Trent. Kidman type vibes. Yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. Because I met a lot of these people, and then like I don't, I met them, but I didn't meet them because when we did the other shows, I just it wasn't my show. I his talk, voice don't know. match his face, does it? He's no. like so anyway. So I'm like. God damn, where the fuck went puberty? Like, you just hit that <laughs> motherfucker and it's stuck there. How old is Trent? Trent gotta be about 30-something. No. 
Yes. He has Not to be a like chance. 30. No, he has he's to be got, like 30, he's be like 20s. late 20s, 30s. He's been doing comedy for a minute, too. He's been, he started like when I started. So he's had Trent to be. Trent Mayberry? Yes. He looks like he's 20, maybe 20. But Trent don't smoke, drink. He don't do none of that shit. He just, just a little powder, powwow. <laughs> I'm telling this man business. <laughs> Who doesn't love cocaine? Yeah, let's say all the white comedians will do cocaine in the green room, and it's that, like uh, my weed's that bad. Oh, okay, we know it. who they get. They, we know who they I get. I can't it from. do cocaine and comedy. It just it it screws up my timing. <laughs> something so bad. <laughs> like, it's like it go, it's going on so much oh, faster in my brain. That's that where I got it mind. from. Was from him. What he did the roast in Anderson. Yeah, I did. And then Riggler came out. And then you went hard on Riggler, and you, and I was fucking because Juice had said something, and then you said something. I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> it makes sense how he has so much energy. <laughs> did you when did you get hit up recently to do that, or you already had it, already had it booked for a while? What the, the roast? Uh, yeah, no, 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 uh, Helium. Uh, recently, last week. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, I'll take a I'll take a dropout spot. Anyway. Somebody dropped out? I don't know. Oh, let's say it's a last minute spot though. I'll take. Hell it. yeah! I mean, yeah. that's good though, bro. That's they good. weren't thinking like a year out. You know, it'd be great for Adam Carolla, Josh Springer. Right, be it'd be perfect. perfect. Lines up perfect. No, he's probably scrambling. Like anytime Avery books you for the main room, something happened usually. I I'm a, I know he booked me last minute. But he booked me for like the hard rooms. Like he had me do uh, Bruce Bruce. That was hard. Like, was it during the middle of the week? Bruce Bruce packed that place. He packs it, but it's like they, they ain't here to see nobody but Bruce Bruce. They don't want to see. Like they brought, brought you me were, up. I'm not sure. I, hosted I was upstairs it. that weekend. I hosted it. I only hosted one day, though. I can only host it one day. Uh-huh. And I got booed as soon as I got came out. I was like, God damn, do I boo y'all at Burger King or, or at White Castle? I'm going to start rolling. You ain't about to boo me, nigga. You know how hard it is to be black on 38th Street with the zip code 46218? Kyle pulled me over there. Soon I got cracking meth. Like, nigga, I ain't even drank I'm supposed to have. <laughs> but nah, man, that Bruce Bruce shit, that shit put some, boy, put some weight on you. He he books me for the urban urban rooms. Like ah, we need somebody that's gonna nigga this motherfucker out. <laughs> Does he, do you think he, do you think they have the black chart? Not black enough. Not black enough. There it is, right here. They match him up like paint. It just goes <laughs> <laughs> now what's name? Because now you see out of town black comedians getting booked to host. So it's like ah uh, yeah, Ike's up here. Ike over here giving this motherfucker some people to book. But that's... I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna keep. <laughs> Cause somebody's always hating, man. It's always somebody's opinion, man. Like if you if you're a promoter that promotes comedy and you don't even help out another club, then you you should have no say so at a comedy club. Like I've been to Helium, spent money. Like I buy my tickets every time I go. I don't just walk up there and be like, "Hey, it's a headliner here. Can I get in free?" Or even if I do that, I'm buying a bunch of shit and I'm tipping the shit out of the waitstaff. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows my name because I'm Big Tip Nate. They come get me. They get at least $10 before they walk out this motherfucker. What did they get? Just some water? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like That's a that's another big part of moving up in comedy is, is treating our staff well. Mm-hmm. I'm treating them well. I don't get shit. Sell them all weed. <laughs> Anyways, man. Ivory, you got anything coming up? Nope. Prom for the kids. Little League baseball. Ain't gonna, uh, Ivory the photography? Ain't going to... The Zodiac Queen ain't gonna pop. No, no. I'm well. I'm taking pictures at uh, Mike G. Is it Big Mike G? Big Mike's open mic. Yeah, on Wednesday. Mike, like I don't get booked by nobody, but I got this open mic. 
it's a it's a nice it's a nice uh, location. Yeah, he's done a good job pulling yeah, that together. He's doing a good job. Yeah. I was impressed by it. Yeah. Uh, Josh, good to see you again as always. Awesome, um, man. Good to be here. Uh, it was nice to see a, a friendly white face when I first yeah. got there last couple weeks ago. <laughs> Because I knew a lot of these people. Were the but... other white faces angry? No, the other ones I didn't want to talk to. I didn't know none of them white folks. No, I did. There's a few. I was like, yeah, I don't want to get in this conversation. There was only one, really. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go sit over here. And I was like, all right. Like, I was like, I don't know if he talks a whole lot. We should be good. Casual conversation. We should be good. Like nothing deep, right? Except we were making fun of you. Because <laughs> you lied, first and foremost. She's like, yeah, I, I left around uh, 7.30. I pulled in at 7.47. You were pulling out at 7.47 the first night of the mic. How do you remember the times like that? Because I was, cause I'm always, was ripping on you for being late. Because I'm always uh, 15 minutes early. And I, I wasn't was like, late. Shit. I was trying to get a mic because dumbass forgot to bring I, a mic. I, I told did. him to go. I was like, Nate, just go. Just go. We need a and mic. Then just go. And I'm asking this nigga, like, you need a quarter inch or a three prong. He's like, I'll just grab any one. But Josh, you saved the day. That's that it. saved the day. It made saved me like white people a lot more after Josh. I'm like, yep, I'm not hiring We're him not no that bad. Yeah, no. I'm good. I'm good. Like I'm I said, good. is I mean, like we've worked together on two or three projects, but I just couldn't have him like not being ready to go and trying to get all the. Comedians. Oh, there's your friend. No, this is a different one. Hold on, what's that? Another dog? That's a, that's yeah. his sister. Oh yeah. I was like, I can't have him struggling. Not that he can't pull it together, but because some people are not wanting to help, they're just like, hey, when do I go on, right? And you can't ha- expect comedians to like help you out. Right, because mm-hmm. they're worried about like what they're working on. So I'd rather just I it, now that we're connected with this pocket, I can't have him look bad. It makes me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That I is like true it. friendship. Yes, it is. No, it was fun though. Yeah. I got out of my comfort zone. I left my house, and then I sit through something that like even even part of it, I was like, "Fuck, is this over?" <laughs> and I I know I've done open mics and I, and I respect it, but I, I was just like, "That's every open mic." I was just like, I was just like. I was, oh, like, I was like, Nate BJ is still here. I was like, we're going for it. <laughs> it starts at 8, we're ending at 10, and we're done. And then Darren, Darren, so are you going to limit the number of comics? Like, Hell, the fuck yeah. I mean, I got to. Shit, I mean, I think I'm probably going to limit to like 15. I think That's 15 a good is enough. Limit. So how long, a lot too. I know we want to get out of here, but how long... How long it should have opened my class? Hour and a half? I mean, 90 minutes. 90 minutes. That's why I thought. That's the absolute max. The, the only crazy thing is these white motherfuckers get here early. Like, they, these guys get here That's at like. That's not early, mate. They That's... get here at seven. They got a whole hour. No, <laughs> no, it's half hour because the meeting, the sign meetings at seven thirty, so they're half hour early. I don't even do the meeting. I should do one though. Like, hey guys, what you the, should do? Yeah, meeting. I ain't did one yet. Do you want me to host the meeting too? It kind of sets too? a tone, brings everything together. Yeah, it just brings it. It makes it more professional. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the open mic has always been we calling out like singers, poets, comedians, basically. That's the but kind of open mic you want to do? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Because, <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool to have like one feature singer, you know, at the end of the night. No, you know what I mean? I don't like that. Who said what the fuck you? Why don't we just have? Like why, why don't we just have someone sing? Yeah, it was a little weird at Mike G's. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, but she couldn't sing. No, come on, you, she couldn't. Proud to be. She was in there. She was okay, the, but I just all the flats. Boy. If you're going through, you're you're laughing, funny, funny, and then you got this. Mm, you got to put her up first. And then you're proud to be in America. Like, yeah, what the fuck no. Is this? Let's yeah, keep her, the show going. Let's keep the show going. She sounded like she's my. 
Can we get Josh to sing Lee Greenwood on uh, <laughs> Thursday? <laughs> I agree, though. It kind of puts a riff in the... It yeah. does. It puts a, a monkey wrench in the whole operation. It's like a weird intermission that I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, somebody brings like, hey, man, this is the beat I want you to play when I start, and it's trash. I'm just going to shut my computer and leave. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the asshole to you. But nah, man, it's been a great, great episode. Josh, man, thank you so much, man, for coming out. Fucking with us, man. Yeah, thanks for uh, You be wrong. safe going home. Thank you. It makes yeah. me feel more I'll comfortable that with wrong. you in the room. I appreciate it. Come on, bitch. God damn it. Shit. I've been here for like 15 weeks. Come on. I know. And you're on time now. Did you tell him to start at 7.30 or 8? I told him 7.30. 7.30. Uh, we would have been on time if we weren't in the fucking line at Wendy's waiting. <laughs> you would have been on time if you ate when you were supposed to eat. We, we, mm. I retell him. We what? Left, tell him what? We left early. How long was in that goddamn Wendy's line? They didn't even like take they didn't orders. Even, they oh, didn't take an order. Oh, fuck like Wendy's, a, by the way, because today I went there to get just a BLT, um, chicken BLT, and they're like, yeah, we're still making that. Can you pull forward? I was what? like, okay. Uh, okay. I would have been like, I seven paid minutes it later, one, I was like, so that's the same Wendy's, like right up the street. No, mine was on Keystone. Oh, uh, okay. you went to the black. You went to the one you expected to wait. Yeah. No, no, this one's all white there. Uh, and then, and then I, and I walked inside. <laughs> and I'm like, did they're like, oh, yep, chicken guy. Here you go. What? <laughs> shit, shit, probably cold. Fucking forgot about me. They want fifteen dollars an hour on my ass. Yeah, motherfuckers be lucky to get a Yeah, we sat cent. there for like 15 minutes before they took the guy in the, front of us order. The guy like in we front of heard, us we heard him say, like, how may I take your order? After we had already sat there, and then the guy who was taking the order was taking out the trash while he was yeah, taking, the, taking order. the order. Dude, I love Taco Bell. They're smoking <laughs> heaters. Like, I need three soft Taco Supremes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what else you need? One of was like, what's up, nigga? I'm like, damn, I'm white. I said, well, I'm like, well, that's not right. I'm white. He's like, oh, my bad, white man. What's what you need, bro? I, I, just, say it, I just say it back. <laughs> I, I just say it back. In the drive And that's the episode, man. <laughs> hey, I am Nate Robinson. I keep supporting Fresh and Clean Podcast. Man, we up to 16 with 17, 16 episodes, man. This is awesome. Shout out to Josh Springer. Give him the round of applause, BJ, man, for coming out here. Yeah. Josh Springer. Good to be here. It is awesome to good to be here. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. We appreciate you. It was a staining ovation. Yeah, I about to say, oh, yeah. Awesome. Shout out to Ivory, everyone. Yeah. Ivory, thank you Woo. for coming again. Ivory, we appreciate your ass. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate you for picking me up on time today. Yeah. <laughs> on, on behalf of BJ, I'm Nate Robinson. Y'all keep supporting our podcast. Um, and come out to some shows, y'all. Don't, don't stop being scared. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. A lot they're of fun. Scary. Yeah, they are a lot they of fun. They came to the fucking Thanksgiving show. They came deep. It was like 20 of them. <laughs> like, fuck, <laughs> who was these white people? Did you ever tell them that story? <laughs> no, I didn't. We had him on our show with me and AP, and then we're like, hey, show and i guess some people showed up we don't know who they are like me they and AP don't deep. know them they were talking about yeah we heard you on the sh- podcast we want to come out and i'm like who were they and he told us to, he showed me the name i was like i don't I have no idea who these fucking people man, are Man, they were deep man they came like 10 deep and then they's like hey man i'd like to hang out with you more <laughs> i was like yo people support more than mine come on let's go and that's why you have such a white following white people support black people yeah. be like man you're doing a good job and then since you leave 
Don't bring that nigga back. <laughs> On that note, this is Fresh and Clean, episode 16 or 17. We'll see you at the 1313, is it Eatery? 1313 mm-hmm. Eatery on North Sherman Avenue. Come on out, it's 12th free. And, is it 12th and Sherman? The wings are great. 13th and Sherman. 13th. And it's more than just wings, guy. They got a bunch of, they got breakfast, they serve lunch, dinner, the whole nine yards. Make sure I should rock with 1313 Eatery and get your brew and have some fun. We'll see you guys next week. Roop. Give me a, give me, uh, uh, give me a direction. Uh, uh, give me a direction. That's Hey yo, it's still when I'm heated, how my heart stay cold. Ride around and make the gats around the map explode. Now behold the burning malice of a treacherous soul. First time I shot a gun, dude, I was 12 years old. But since then, I never put her down, my friend. She go to war when I tell her, fuck her who I went to the end. Indeed, it's good to have a not need. Even better when you get shoot back and not bleed. Take heed, popping like an L.